You sound like my brain. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to the vicious and delicious podcast. Hey man, turn that shit up. From the Pleasure Palace, it's the Vicious and Delicious Podcast. I myself, the essence of excellence, Mr. Black Snow. And of course, I got my podcast partner in crowd, the unstoppable Mr. Big Rob. How the folks, Big Rob? Man, you know the fucking vibe is your man, Big Rob, aka the excessive overlord. Yes, sir. AKA the sneaker goat. Yes, sir. AKA the illegitimate son of Moore's Day, because my mama had that jungle love. Oh, we, oh, we, yo. AKA the dance hall there, the Quine Pond Mikaki. One time for the riverboat. The world famous cannabis collector. Smoke wine. <laughs> Robert Esquire, attorney of law, because even if you did it, I'll get you out of jail. 1 800, get me off. Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> AKA Reverend Jackson, because I preach a sermon for that paper, like I'm Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar Bill. And last but certainly not least, Robert Atwood, the creator and star of the hit Hulu series, A Real Nigga's Tale, season 7 coming this year. Check it out, coming soon. Season 5, episode 12, Vicious and Delicious. Let's get it. Welcome back to the show, y'all. It is the Vicious and Delicious podcast, the number one podcast for all things when it comes to having fun, talking shit, and doing our thing. Uh, so, uh, welcome to, uh, shoot, what's episode 12? Episode Look at 12, us. Yeah. Season 5. Look at us. Uh, shoot, not to even get into it too much. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Let's go ahead and get with that uh, weekly wrap up. Big Rob, let people know what you've been up to since the last show, brother. All right, first, first I have to say this because if I don't, she'll kill me. Okay. As you know, me and my older brother, Coach Mitch, shout out to Coach Mitch, you know, get well soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is the. You know what? Screw it. She can't. What's she going to do about it? It's the 72nd birthday of our mother. <laughs> <laughs> Today is our mom's seventy second birthday, and she said she would kill me if I didn't bring it up on our radio show. Happy birthday, mom! Happy birthday, mom! Will be like I will show you later how to actually listen to the show, and then you can hear this. We're not on the local radio. We're station. not on Power Jam eleven forty because that doesn't exist anymore. We <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Perry Publishing. Yeah, but and other, but for me personally, um. Been a kind of a low key couple of weeks for me. Low key, okay. Nothing, nothing bad. You know, I've been threatened to be fired. Um, you know, that one girl who told on me is she now she just pretends like I don't exist. Was back the way it was before. I, I noticed she looked like some guy that she thinks is ugly. Whatever, not my business. So like nothing happened. So like nothing ever happened. Exactly. We'll take that. But I'll take that. You know, keeps me employed, keeps me out of trouble for now. But other than that, I've been doing all right. Stop snitching. Yeah, <laughs> got a DVD and a T-shirt coming your way. <laughs> That's good. Uh, well, you know, no bad news is good news. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Uh, as for your boy, um, actually, today is actually a year since I've been at my job. So happy anniversary! Happy anniversary, man! So you know, that's good for me. You know? Yeah, a full year. Yeah, that was damn it, you were my fan. It, it feels like I've been there for more than one year. Of course, I can say that because I don't work there, <laughs> yeah. so I have to worry about. It. But it, it pays the bills, All right? For now. Um, besides that, what else been going on? Uh, I hope everybody had a good Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, yeah. Uh, of course, your boy had to work, so I didn't get that three day uh, holiday. I didn't. 
But, I mean, it really only counted as one day because I had to work the day before and the day after. So, yeah, like a little... Well, so, kind of, that didn't really make for a good... Like a good yeah, it's break. kind of a... It's, it's not really, a real break. more of a reprieve than a holiday, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. But, yeah, happy Labor Day. Hope everybody had a good one, safe one. Uh, mine was kind of... I mean, it wasn't bad, but, you know, it was kind of... Uh, got low-key? Yeah, real low-key for kind of... Well, I would say low-key, but... You know, it wasn't a whole lot of doing stuff going on. I was going to go out that Sunday... And uh, hang out with some family, but because I had to work there Monday morning yeah. at right. 5 o'clock. Had to be there at 5 o'clock a.m. Yikes. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get out there and then the heat and I'm going to be too tired to get up tomorrow. And I you know, I can't miss any more days. And so, and then I, think, I don't want to miss out on that good holiday pay. Exactly. So I was like, hey, let me not, you know, let me just rest up for the day and get ready for, you know, that Monday. It wasn't too bad either Monday. Like, it, it was, was slow. You know, for the most part, we got there at 5 and then got, probably got out there about one thirty ish Oh, that's not so bad. And it was time that, well, for us, it's like basically we worked at 8 hours, but we got 16 hours because it was a holiday. So, can't beat that. Uh, besides that, the, that Saturday and Friday, uh, kind of hung out a little bit. Um, went to some, a couple of the old water holes, that kind of thing. <laughs> hung out. Uh, did some karaoke uh, Saturday. Actually, I'm going to a pool party. Which was kind of cool. One of my old classmates just hit me up out of blue. Hey, I did because he was he was throwing a party and he was you know charging people, so he was just trying to get people to come. Yeah, exactly. But that was kind of cool. I didn't really know anybody, so I was kind of there for a little bit. Kind of stuck to myself. And he actually, I guess, because of the the way the pool party was, it was more like a um, adult thing. It was like I guess he basically he was there and his uh, wife were inside. With a, I think with, their, with the kids, so everybody else was kind of doing adult things outside. So it's kind of like he was like there just to supervise and make sure. Right, you got to go too wild. <laughs> people yeah. knew where to park, that yeah. kind of thing. But it's cool. They had a DJ, uh, you know, they had a pool, you know, a black pool party. Nobody really going to get into get the pool. pool. Yeah. You know, but they, everybody dresses like they're going to. But it was kind of cool. You know, I had been to a pool party. I had been in a big body of water for a while. But I did not get in the pool, but yeah. And that was cool. You know, just got to kind of talk to him for a little bit. And after that, um, what did I do after that? Uh, I think I went back out to the. I think I went back out to the uh, the uh, karaoke bar for a little bit. Then I went home and kind of got ready for Monday. So I mean, it was cool, you know. Not too excited. I wish you, you know, been able to kind of go out of town or do something like that. But you know, working right. Monday kind of killed all that. But yeah, hope everybody else had a good uh, Labor Day weekend. Let's go ahead and get into these hot topics, Rob. I think we got a lot of them. Yeah, we kind of got to touch base and get a, get these out out of the way. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to talk about. Let's talk about some hip hop news, man. A little bit kind of hip hop hip hop news or hip hop related news. There we go. This is this is <laughs> you see my value. <laughs> uh, the first thing I think the most important story as far as hip hop news this week is we got to talk about uh, rapper BG finally got released uh, welcome, from prison. Welcome on, BG. After eleven year sentence. Um, I believe he was sentenced on some kind of narcotics. Yeah, it was like a, it was a drug charge, like weapon charge. Yeah, I think he already was like third strike. Oh, well, not, well, not third strike because he'd probably be in jail a little bit longer than that. But it was more or less like you know he was already on parole for like a weapon. Yeah, so like a violation. Yeah, so he had to go do like do it. I think I want. Was that? The, I think it was full term. I think it was full eleven. He was eleven out of fourteen. So so yeah, yeah. He yeah. did over eighty five. So eighty five percent. Uh, but yeah, I mean, people have been waiting for him to get out for a long time, and a lot of speculation. I mean, he was supposed to get out last year, or in twenty twenty two, you know, Thanksgiving, and you know, a lot yeah. of you know, not people not know him, but you know, he finally out. 
Um, Big Brad, what was your takeaway from one him being released, and you know, how'd you feel about the the celebration as far as uh, what he got when he came out, as far as how people react? Well, first, you know, I'm always happy to see a brother get out of jail. Yes, yeah, that's that's off top. Off top. Secondly, is somebody it is somebody whose release has been anticipated for a while. I mean, like I know we're still looking to see Murder get out too. But hopefully, one hopefully day. One, one day, day, you know. So I'm happy for him to get get out. You know, as a you know, as a fan of Chopper City in the ghetto, it was always a, he was actually after juvenile. He was my favorite hot boy. Mm. So you know that's so for nostalgia purposes, I'm glad he's out. I mean, like I know those days will never come back. But you know, happy to see him out. See what his mind state is like. Does he even still want to make music? Is he you know kind of like I'm all, like on some Bobby Smurf shit? Like I don't want to do that no more. Or is you know I got five albums worth of material that I need yeah, to I've been writing this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Like like somebody get Wayne on the phone, we can do something, something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I was saying kind of the same way. Happy. Yeah. Uh, BG was always like, I guess he would be the funny one in the group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hot boys got like a boy band. Yeah, they were like, unquote, boy band. They were thug. Thug. They were thug. They were thug. They were thug. They were thug. Because we got remember the time we had the Backstreet Boys, Insync, yeah. and everything under the sun like that. And he was kind of like a hip hop version with a you know a male. Group and I, I, boy band being kind of a strong one. Like the only one, two one, the only two were really young was uh, uh, Wayne, Wayne and, and Turk. And Turk, but BG wasn't like that old. But yeah, but like, like, Juvie was grown, obviously. Yeah, Juvie was had to be. Old he had to be like at least 23, 24. Yeah, he was like twenty. Yeah. You know, they're young men. Though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, like they live, they they matured a little faster. <laughs> but you know, that was like the, that was like when. Cash Money went on their first little run. Yeah, like, exactly. They had, like the, the whole team, everybody. No limit started to fall off, and Cash Money picked up. Some yeah, money. yeah, the two thousand, early two thousand. Yeah, I mean, I think BG got a word. He got a word in the dictionary. He got a phrase into the dictionary. Yeah, he he created bling bling. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's part of the lexicon. He, yeah. Well, either him or Little Wayne did. We got, well, it's, it's BG really, song Wayne did the Wayne did the hook. Though. Well, some people say he he made the word. Some people say Wayne did. Wayne made. So I mean, it's up to. And since they were all in the same camp, it don't really matter. But. but it came out of New Orleans. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, it came, out of, came out of Magnolia Project. Yeah. Well, BG's up there. Okay, because Juby's from Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wayne's from Holly Grove. So, you know, it came out. Anyway. It yeah. came out of the New Orleans, the, the lowest urban sections of New Orleans. And that was a smart thing. You got like, all the people from different it, parts of uh, New Orleans. Now that you mentioned it. Big group. It is kind of like a boy band. It is kind of like they that. They kind of put, you know, you they got the best for every, every, uh, yeah. every hood. But uh, anyway, so I, like everybody else, I think everybody saw the uh, live from one. Of, I think one of BG's homeboys. Yeah, did a live of him getting out, and I think I, I think that was like his cousin, the lady that was in the video. Yeah, she's the one that like made the message. Right, and then like uh, or auntie or whatever like that. I think some somewhere kind of relative. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but you know, you see him coming out. Um, I guess I don't know if he got the, he's getting off a plane or the bus or something yeah he's going down an escalator so you know he didn't he's not fresh off like the bus right right right, right. the prison you he know showered since then yeah, yeah he, you know he had red clothes on civilian clothes on anyway everybody saw the video and people were like oh you know you know everybody's happy he's getting home and then like they're giving him like jewelry and stuff like I see like Cartier you know boxes coming out and stuff then next person you see in the video okay so this is where I get like I get, not defense, but where I can't put like my two it's where cents. Three gets a pause. This is where you pause. This is where I give my little cat of concern, two cents in or whatever. So everybody sees the video and guess who shows up at the video? Of course, Babe. Bird number man one stunner. Birdman, bird Playboy. Number one stunner, baby. Yeah, five know, star stunner, whatever. Brian Williams. Williams. Yeah. You know? And you know, of course, they, BG looks happy to see him. Of course, he's happy to see BJ. They embrace, and you can hear him talking about like, from, you know, from the bylines and what 
kind of what you hear a little bit what they they saying off the audio. You know, baby making some, you know like hey we ready to go. You know we finna you know let's go make some money, make this money. You know let me uh you know we finna you know probably just go straight to the studio kind of feel right. And like you know you can hear him say hey man I got you da 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 man we finna do it for all these fake Negroes out here da 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 da. <laughs> you know we finna stun you know. And then, like, he said, hey, man, I got something. He pulls out the old school. I, I'm not sure if it's the one his original chain, the old school. Old school cash money chain. Cash money medallion chain. Yeah. And then, like, he showed him, like, man, I already got you, man. Check your account. So he put a little something in the account from what he said. It's like, probably money he already owed him. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so, yeah, you get to the account of where I'm going with yeah. Um, so I was like for some reason there's a bunch of German shepherds like, yeah. around. Also, I'm there. glad you brought that up because it leads me to a small segue, but uh-huh. I'll let you finish. So... But I'll just say that big, big rock. I think we're kind of on the same point. But yeah, it was like you know, you see, baby, you know, before he went into the uh, went into prison, you know, he was they, not on. They were deter- not on good deter- terms, deter- yeah. and that's why he left Cash Money. And like you know, he did the Chopper City records, and then like uh, all those albums like Hard Streets and stuff like that. And that's kind of like a lot of people kind of really, you know, really like the, the start, streets really started start messing with him. Yeah, yeah, because he was like he was saying, you know, he was like the realest one in the group. And he was like the one of the first ones to leave and say, man, nah. This because he was second, because Juvie left first, and then BG left. Well, Juvie left, they kind of came back a little bit. Because he he came back Our, to do Juvie Degree. BG was like, nah, I ain't coming back. Yeah, BG that. left, left. You know, baby, you know, screwed me, this, that, and yeah. thing. You know, a whole lot of other allegations and stuff like that. And you know, I never really heard baby, but he not really, baby say anything, but he never really addressed the stuff like, Right to the point, he'll say something like, you know, this is the real cash money here by us, whatever. Right, when he, he say said, real cash, he, he never, never, yeah. Yeah, he never directed it, like, so, you know, saying names or anything. But you kind of knew, like, hey, you know, basically cash, like, these, uh, Turk, well, not Turk, Turk, because Turk went to jail, too. Uh, yeah, Turk did go to jail. Juvenile and BG are turncoats, and, you know, they're right, right. unappreciative, that kind of thing. Don't forget, Wayne has an album called 500 Degrees. Right. To imply that he's hot. So... But, yeah, glad you brought that up. But in other hip hop news, which made me think of this, in terms of you know uh, snake like uh, label CEOs, a big story is that Puffy decided to give all the bad boy artists they masters back. Oh, well, we'll the get, publishing back. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that too. But I think a lot of that, usually when it comes to like groups back in the day, a lot of it was you know, of course, at the time the money is you know coming in and like you get all the stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, you making show money and stuff like that, which you know, money you probably never seen before, which seems like a lot of money, but really, you know, when you think about it, because when the mechanics of the music business, yeah, it's not really you're not really getting paid, paid how as much as you could be if you were getting like all your credit and stuff, all your, your, your publishing, your royalties, yeah. or you know, your writers' credits and stuff like that. And a lot of times, what happens with these artists is they get these deals and they don't have anything, so you know, they take it and like it's good time, and also, you know, they don't know about money, so they're spending it up. It's quicker they, get quicker they can get it, especially these are from like people from the poorest part of the country. Right. So then they look around and like, hey, you know, I'm looking at my account. It's not looking right, but you know, my CEO or was he looking good? Yeah, he's right. making money, and when he getting paid for my songs, why am I getting? Why am I not that? getting paid for my work? You know, his name is on on my albums all the time, but you know, he why is he getting royalties and writers' credits for stuff he didn't write or you know. The, the, the business side of the music right. business is like so that makes a lot of times that's the reason why basically a lot of times with these groups especially back in the early 2000s everybody was a crew and usually it came one guy was like the producer or had everybody who was like the, the man coach first. Yeah, yeah the coach or whatever and you see the guys who just like rappers you know they realize hey we're not uh, we're doing all the work but we're not getting we're not getting any spoils yeah. I'll say like 
Easy E NWA Ice Cube that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it all boils down to money at the end. You know, at the end of. So uh, anyway, knowing this and like BJ made a lot of diss songs, dissing, shoot, dissing. Only person he didn't diss was probably Kirk and, and Juvenile. Yeah. But he dissing Baby and maybe Man. Man, yeah. But who also has his his uh, history with Birdman too? So. But it's all it's all about money. Exactly. You know. But the Birdman is not known for paying people. He's known for you know extorting people. I, I don't know if you remember like allegedly. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, it was, it's been so long. Yeah. But there was like a running joke in like the hip hop forums about things you could find in Birdman's bushes. Because remember Wayne had the line about throw the, throw the trash in the bushes. Uh-huh. And they had to joke like, oh yeah, that's where you can find BG's check. That's where you can find Juvenile's publisher. That's where you can find all these people that signed the cash money never came out. Right. You can find uh, Gilly the Kids. Album, Gilly, yeah, exactly. His demo. <laughs> but yeah, so like that was a real thing. Like, you know, they're not getting paid, and a lot of people got disgruntled. The only person to stay was Wayne. Right. And, and he ended up suing Baby for and the story millions behind, of dollars. And the story behind that is crazy, too, because yeah. the only reason we ever got Young Money was so they could keep Wayne on cash money. Because he, like, he pretty much was signing on the paper to sign the Def Jam to be under Jay. Yeah, until that. Birdman was like, we'll give you your own label. Yeah, because Young Money was supposed to be like his label, though. Like, yeah, baby ended up being half owner of that. Half owner of that, yeah. So it, the, the screws were still in there. So right, it's right. hard to kind of like he got a little something, but he ended up still having to find these monies that were missing from his deal and any Young Money deal. He tried to take Young Money with him when he tried to leave Cash Money too. Yeah. So I mean, it was that too. But I think with BG, anyway, like the, the whole beef. I know they probably had like some time to squash that. Right. You know. As they say, time heals all wounds, or so they say. But the thing that kind of made me nervous is, like, one, you got to remember who BG was before he went into jail. Like, you know, he had a drug habit. You know, he he was probably in a bad state of affairs. And, like, I know one thing about what people, I I, I say I know. <laughs> don't let, me, let me speak, let me speak out of turn. I know a lot of people say what they find in jail. It's clarity. It's some clarity and sometimes a lot of peace. You ain't got to worry about, you know, some of the stuff that was bothering you when you are on the outside. Don't get me wrong. You missed stuff. You missed the, the freedom. The freedom. Some of the freedoms you had. But a lot of stuff, like, now you can see, you know, that's where I messed up. And that's why a lot of people, when they get out of jail, one, they don't want to go back. And they kind of, like, try to fix things. But what made me kind of scared, because as soon as he gets out, he sees the person he had all his issues with. And boom, where are you at? Here's the, I got this money for you. I got this deal for you. You know, he's like trying to trap him again. Like, yeah, get right back into where he didn't want to be. So, hopefully, I hope he didn't like take the carrot on this one and like at least take a step back and think about what he really wants to do. Even if he wants to keep on doing music, do I really want to be signed again after I know how these contracts work? Right, and he's and since he's been gone, hip hop changed a lot. Yeah, I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't. Now, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't break ties with Birdman. I would say, you know, let me, you know. Get my feet on solid ground for a little bit, but for the most part, you know, let me go ahead and do my own thing for a while. You know, put out a mixtape or something. You know, if you want to be, you know, add some beats, you know, hook me up with some people, produce yeah, whatever. Know, give me some, we yeah. can do that, but you know, I'm not ready to be somebody's artist right now because I saw what it's like to be my own artist. Yeah, with my own person, with my own music. You know. My own way of doing things, so I wouldn't be super. And number one, there'd be a lot. There'd be a lot of people, you know, vying for feet, trying to get, trying to get him to feature, you know, trying to sign him. Like, yeah. hey, man, 
Why don't you come over here? Like, I'm pretty sure you can a lot. Of, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are blowing up just to see where his mind is at. But he knows the game now, so hopefully he's wise enough not just to take the first offer. Right. He played the game, and somehow the game and the game played him. Right. So now he knows, you know, what not to do. Especially with somebody's familiar. You already got burned once with this guy. Mm-hmm. Now you can, I mean, you can say, well, I made some mistakes too without knowing, but you know, it is what it is. And like I say, you know, it's it's, it's the bird man. So you know, the the he has the history of this kind of stuff. Exactly. But I mean, he even turned on his quote unquote sons. Yeah, I mean it'd be nice to see the you know the cash money reunion, hot boys reunion. Yeah, it's the only way it can happen now. Yeah. And do a tour and all that because everybody's out. I mean Turks out you, he's out you, Abiji's out you now. Lil Wayne is out. Well, you know still doing music. Uh, Juveniles, you know, music still popular. You know he just did the the uh, Tiny Desk. Yeah, Tiny Desk concert, one of the best ones ever. So I mean. And then Manny Fresh was helped him help uh, Juvenile with that. So, you know, everybody's yeah. still kind of cool. As far as I know, the only person really, I know they got beef because he talked about when Tiny Desk Juvenile said that him and Turk are not actually on cool terms. So, hopefully, that, well, maybe but, that's just a conversation or two. Yeah, but they, they can iron that out, you know. But I think that's what kind of what's worried me. Hopefully, he doesn't like Harry and jump back and sign, you know, sign some shit and you know, like, boom, now he's, oh, he back on cash money and then same thing happened. Cause like it's you know it's it's different. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure he had access to you know whatever he wanted just because who he was. Yeah. The jailhouse style of that. As far as like if he still had you know addiction problems or whatever, he can get yeah he can get shit. But and I don't know if but if he's still on paperwork now. Like does he have to like go to you know, probation or whatever? Yeah, yeah probational stuff or you know do still got to get tested or you know because like you said he he got off a little earlier. But you know could just did he just call that time served or what? Right. So. Hopefully, you know, he's got his, you know, he's wise now where he doesn't just jump back in the same stuff that really put him in the hole he was in. Exactly. But, you know, happy uh, BG's out. It's, you know, this our kind of, my way of kind of analytically analyze the situation from what I see. You know. Uh, let's move on to more hip-hop news, uh, a little bit crazier stuff. Uh, but a little bit more funny, a little lighter. Uh, Blueface and... Uh, Krishan Rock or, or Krishan Rock uh, Krishan Rock finally had uh, their baby uh, this week um, yeah now that you mentioned it she did have like some Bonnie Swanson going on I like, seem like he's pregnant for like a year yeah so uh, had a boy weird thing I think that the, the boy has the same name as that she named him after herself after herself so I mean Krishan is kind of a this is going to be asexual yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a neutral name so but I think it's kind of a jab at Blueface too though. oh definitely but of course, people are not really you know people are happy. Okay, great, she had the baby. But more people are still talking about the fact that her and she had the baby on Facebook Live. Yeah, you know, she had the baby. Yeah, on the internet. Yeah. How personal, you know, in person was that? You know? But of course, her and Blueface are still sh- trading jazz with each other, and you know, Blueface has I guess he has his other baby mama yeah. he's back with. But here's my thing, and also you know, and half of the stuff might be just people making up stories, but. I think people got it because everybody's you know, already picking sides, you know. Well, mostly I don't say anybody's really picking blue face side, but you know, right? I mean, if you are, there's something wrong. Jesus. I see a lot of women like acting like you know, Chriselle Rock. Am I saying Chriselle? Krishan. Krishan Rock. I'm sorry, I'm killing that. Krishan Rock is like like she's innocent and all these things. And don't get me wrong, she's in a bad relationship. But the thing I keep on thinking about, everybody forgetting the fact. That, uh, first of all, thank God this baby was born. Seen. Perfectly mm-hmm. healthy, but she was doing a lot of suspect stuff when she was supposed to supposedly pregnant, pregnant baby, yeah. like, you know, having drinking and smoking and you know, rolling weed on live, you know, allegedly and all this other stuff. But I just think like if, if we're going to talk about 
safety and stuff. That we also got to talk about that. Like, what's her mindset? Because at the end of the day, she's gonna be the one with the baby full time for me for the most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I've seen posts like, "Well, I hope this baby matures her, and I hope this baby and it can centers." Yeah. I'm sure that's possible. I mean, you know. A lot of wild people have had kids and they grew up to be half of the bitches in this podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, um, but, like, it's just like, these couples have existed, not just in music, but in life forever. It's just like social media because he used to be famous. And she has a, I mean, it's a, she draws attention to herself. Probably, sometimes I think it's intentional, sometimes I think it's not oh, intentional. Of course, on purpose. Yeah, but you know what I mean? She's just one of them people. It's kind of just like out of a. She attracts that. It's a bread and butter, too, though. Yeah, exactly. She attracts that. Like, if she had never met him, she'd likely still be the same person, but it would just be on a much smaller scale. Because, I mean, because for some reason, people thought he was relevant like five years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole fact that they had the whole show of him supposed to try to find. His new person, and she, yeah, yeah, she we, used to break that person. Yeah, and then, like she went to jail, or it was like a whole thing they yeah. did, like a body and Clyde thing. Never made a, and it was like you know, it was a, that train wreck. You like, yeah, people I mean, like to watch. It's, it's it's the same reason we watch Bobby and Whitney. It's the same reason we watch Kim and Kanye. Yeah. Or Kanye by himself. I don't watch none of this stuff. I mean, because we you know we're sophisticated. You know, we, no, yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. run spelling bees. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it, for the general public, people like people like messing this. Yeah, people like like, uh, like to quote my older sister, who I don't talk to anymore. Like oh. the channel TLC. <laughs> oh, I can become a running joke. Um, she used to call the channel TLC Trash Loves Company. Oh, that's a nice acronym. You know, that's a great acronym, and it applies to a lot of people because, like, yeah, it's part of the reason those paternity shows are so popular. Because you know, hey, if you're doing a little bad in life, you can always watch TV and see somebody do worse. So I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the appeal. It's like, or you know, it's it's the car crash appeal. You don't want to see it, but you're gonna rubberneck. And and for them, that's definitely the case for them in the social media age. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, of course, you can't, you know, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Can't put it back in the tube, right? But I think I just hate, hate the fact that people are like forgetting the fact that these people are trash people. I'm sorry, they're trashy people. They're trashy people, and they're very young too. So they are too. I mean, they got that's like I said. I, I made a post a little later. Quit making trashy people famous for doing nothing, having yeah. no talent, just being trashy, yeah, being loud devils. or showing their ass in public, that kind of thing. Yeah, teach these devils. But, you know, it's also, you know, we, we, when I say we, I mean y'all, y'all make these monsters, and then when they do something super crazy or act out or something happens to an innocent, in this case, let's say the baby. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, what happened? And be like, what are you talking about? What I mean, what, I mean, what are you talking about now? Do you, you she, they've been showing you who they are this whole time. You She's know. jumping on... I mean, he jumped, He let her jump on here. Her, his mama, his sister. She fighting, you know, randos, and he fighting her daddy, and you know, all, all this crazy stuff that was entertaining y'all the time when they was just them two. But now there's, there's a, baby. Like a life in 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 between. And yeah. of course, they're not together anymore. But shoot, if all you gotta do is throw a little money. Hey, let's do a a show. Y'all just trying to make it work out or whatever. And then you know, they're even worse. Like it'll do some oh. We'll pay you if you guys get married, and they just have a whole fucking show about that shit. Any kind of like garbage like that, yeah. They're, 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 you know, they're, they're not above doing that. These you know producers and people, you yeah. Know, I mean, cash grab, you know. Yeah, TV's a sleazy business anyway. You know, they put on Zeus or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, uh, 
There's a thin line between entertainment and like entertainment and like when you know entertainment starts being really lifelike because it's quote unquote reality TV. Right. So I mean, it's cute where she you know to y'all where she, you know they're out and getting drunk and doing stupid stuff or acting out or having fights on podcasts or you know other people's shows or you know on TMZ or whatever yeah. you know. But think about doing all that now you got a baby you know. A child in the baby seat, or you know, they're holding the baby in the carriage, and but you know, one, you know, I'm just saying, just think about this. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be crazy in real life. So right, they they fighting, they fighting on Instagram Live, but while meanwhile, the baby got an unlit blunt in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that. yeah. So I mean, you know, people are like, oh, she's so strong, and I mean, come on now, I mean, she 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 got to change her behavior if she wants to leave all this stuff alone and. Be this person, and y'all want that y'all want her to be. She just had to leave all the other bullshit alone. Yeah, and we're, and we're not trying to do the respectability shit, so don't even try to paint us in that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's now. just like it'd be different. I mean, if it was Blueface, I would say Blueface, but obviously he doesn't do much of his kids. I mean, I mean, he's a D, he's a D bag anyway. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. She, that's the D bag she chose, right? Everybody knew how trashy multiple he was. women have chose. Yeah, you see how trashy he is. He, you know, he's unapologetic about it, but she kept on going back. Which a lot of women do, uh, or a lot of men do, with bad. I mean, it goes yeah, both ways. Go, 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 yeah. Toxic, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. Look, right? I would <laughs> say, look, we'll keep keep you know tuned into this situation. But I really don't want to say tune into it. But I'm, I'm sure it's going to pop up in my timeline. Yeah, you're and, kind of forced to see it sometimes. Or on my reels, or you know, shorts, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it's you know, you know you're going to see it's going to pop up. Whatever the hell they got going on there. But yeah, it, it's it's stupid, it's trashy, and like, hopefully, you know, for the child's sake, you know, people will grow up. Okay, uh, all right, jump off my, my soapbox for right. today. Uh, let's get into uh, a little bit more hip hop news. Um, my boy Fifty Cent bottom now, man. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. You know, usually I think I I thought for right now, besides like you know the trolling he likes to do every now and then. Usually, I'm master at it. By usually the way. for Ja Rule and like, yeah. you know, people on his shit list or Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yeah, but now Fifty Cent is doing something that's gonna hit him in the pocket. So I know he's he's wild now. You know, of course, Fifty Cent is on the uh, Last Lap tour. Him, Busta Rhymes, a couple other artists. I actually heard that's a really good show. Man, I wanted to go, but of course they're not coming anywhere close to Oklahoma. I, I they already passed Houston. That was yeah, I think the, Houston was closer. But yeah, man, he's a uh, he's kind of wild now, man. He's on tour, of course, and then. He's doing a show, and I guess I don't know why he did it, but there was something going on with his mic. You see the stage person, or the, you know the, the the hand, or whatever the uh, what's the word for the guys, uh, the roadie maybe, the, tech, the mic tech or whatever. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna say roadie. But um, you see the roadie trying to like switch mics with him, and then like you see him trying to do that, then you see him get upset and then kind of look out there and then just see him hurl the mic. Awesome, Steve Austin in oh, 2000. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I guess what happened was he threw the mic at a uh, into the crowd and ended up hitting a young lady, busting her you know busting her head open allegedly and then basically what you're probably looking at now is a lawsuit. Yeah, they set a lot of court. He'd be smart. I mean, I think he's smarter, but I mean, it's, it's just a black eye for you know somebody who besides like I said the trolling thing kind of keeps you know his persona as far as like legal standing like you know pretty 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 clean, pretty, pretty clean in the last yeah. five or six years but after the bankruptcy trial yeah, yeah which I you know I think that's just a way to save the money you had yeah it was this is a smart business move I think I know besides anything he probably just has money sitting there and like 
<laughs> under a mattress or something. Yeah. 50 Cent, you know, he's like old school. But anyway, so we haven't, like, you know, the, the lady's posting pictures of her injuries and stuff like that. I'm probably pretty sure she's going to find her a high-class, high-power lawyer to go after 50 Cent to, I get, you know, probably seek something in the millions as yeah. far as her pain and suffering and things like that. You know how it goes when you're famous and someone sued. allegedly gets hurt. But uh, he also has, you know, a lot of times between time, I guess kind of maybe deflect from this situation. He uh, had time to jump on X, which is, you know, Twitter. It used to be Twitter. Again. Or we, Instagram. I'm sorry, I think it was Instagram. Yeah, because uh, he had to plug his, uh, Bron- he had to plug the cone yet. Yeah, so I think it was Instagram. So uh, he had he jumped on, Ja Rule made a post. Well, somebody posted a video of Ja Rule uh, at a performance. Who know? Who knew uh, Ja Rule still has performances, paid performances he does. Yeah. He does. But I guess it was, I don't even know the song, but he's doing this crucifixion. 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 I was going to say crucifixion. <laughs> crucifixion kind of on stage thing and getting hosted up and hoisted up and he's getting nailed to the cross. I don't know what the hell this song is supposed to be for. Really right. Uh, with, with, I'm, I'm looking through Ja Rule's discography like what song what, does he have that would require this imagery? And what would make the heat that kind of right. martyr for any kind of Yeah, like. Obviously, we're not big Jaro fans. But, no, we're not. But. but anyway, of course, Fifty had to call him a dickhead and like, what the hell is this? That is fool think he's Jesus. Yada yada yada. Hashtag Branson Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty said, "Don't forget to watch Power." <laughs> dickhead. Power. Hashtag Power. Hashtag new season. Hashtag all the book new books of power. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Force. Force. Yeah. yeah. With Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's it's just it's just another case of. Uh, Rappers acting wild, you know. But you think Fifty be he's kind of an elder statesman at this time. He yeah, I mean, like, yeah, get caught up in doing stupid shit that would cost him, you know, him in his pocket like this. But it happens, I guess. I don't know, you know, it's, uh, old habits or they die hard, die hard. All right, I guess that'll, that's that'll, that'll cut off our little hip hop segment for <laughs> tonight. Uh, let's jump into some uh, other news. Uh, we're talking about some wrestling, man. We gotta get us some wrestling. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of news happening in the whole world of yeah, pro man. wrestling, you know, on all fronts. But the main thing that we want to talk about, which everybody's talking about, is uh, All Out, that show in London, man. Uh, big show. One of the biggest shows in wrestling history. Gate, man. Yeah. They feel that, was it Wembley, right? Wembley Stadium. They feel Wembley was one of the hugest stages in, in the world. And they didn't even heed Hulk Hogan to wrestle for some sick kid. I don't know if you heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> No, they did a good job. They, they did a great hell of a show, but of course, a of course, a black eye had to occur. Had to occur. So, if you don't know, there was some, uh, before this, there was some uh, back and forth between CM Punk, which is obviously a point of contention for AEW fans or, you know, CM Punk fans, because obviously those are two different things if you look at the ratings now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll and get again, to that in a minute. that's 50% of the show and 100% of the Punk fan who own the show. Right, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, anyway, there was a little spat between uh, CM Punk, Phil, and uh, Jungle, one Jungle Boy. Jungle uh, Jack Perry, yeah. <laughs> Jack Perry. About a spot that uh, Jack Perry wanted to do on the show, which included uh, basically like somebody getting slammed or put through some glass. Um, I don't know why CM Punk was involved per, per se. I don't know if he just went to CM Punk to talk about it or CM Punk heard about it from one of the bookers about what he wanted to do. Anyway, the spot was involved glass and P- 
Perry, for some reason, wanted to use real glass instead of like you know gimmick get glass, gimmicked up your or sugar glass. Yeah, yeah. you know, cause of course, you know, real glass will cut you or you know, or worse, you know, you can get laceration, you know, hit an artery. You don't want to go like Goldberg. Yeah, this is a double spot to do. You know, yeah. as far as you know, you don't want to like. So anyway, I don't know exactly how it happened. As far as when it got back to. Or why Sam Punk was talking about it, probably something where he heard from somebody. I don't think you know they were cool enough to even have this conversation with each other. But anyway, CM Punk, CM Punk voiced his opinion about this being a bad idea. As he want to do. And you know, Perry didn't take that well. And then what ended up happening at the show, uh, AEW during the match with uh, what was a uh, Jungle Boy fight, and it was a. Uh, I can't remember right now. Not Luchasaurus. I want to say Luchasaurus. Now, Luchasaurus, was, that was him and... Um, um, uh, Person. Allen. Uh, Allen. Darby Allen. Dar- Darby Allen. Darby Allen, yeah. Um, I want to say it was... Um, who's the, the guy who thinks, acts like he's a rock? Ricky Starks. I think it was Ricky Starks. I want to say Ricky Starks. I'm not sure. Anyway, they actually ended up doing this spot on some real glass. And, of course, there were actually real cuts that happened, da-da-da, whatever. And before our after the spot, he said, real glass, what do you say? He looked in the camera and said, look at the camera. He said, I use real glass. F- so fucking what or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so what, yeah. Of course, a shot towards Punk, Punk yeah. for having you know, him saying this is a bad idea. So after, because actually seeing Punk and, uh, and, and Simone Joe had the first match that night. Uh, after that, uh, backstage there's actually a, I think he went up to CM Punk and yeah. said like yeah what kind of thing and, and Punk choked him out and I think from what everybody said to give Punk some credit he kind of nudged or pushed Punk and then yeah. Punk kind of just hemmed him up or like choked him maybe weird, not weird. I don't think he's like he probably like pressed him against the wall yeah. both hands probably Ike turned him yeah <laughs> like a domestic abuse style yeah. <laughs> choked him and uh, you know uh, Perry's not a large man I think he might be all but five Eight at the tallest. Eight, maybe five. Six. And not saying CM Punk is a hulking monster. But CM either. Punk is like what six one? Six one at the hot tallest. He's tall. Yeah, I mean, compared to Turn, he's, compared he's to him, tall for, he's, he's tall for a, a normal male. Yeah, he, in general. Yeah, in general. So because wrestlers are monsters. Yeah. But he's short for wrestlers. But yeah, or considered small, quote unquote. But anyway, this happened, and then you <laughs> know, terrific, and handy, and of course, all the uh, blogs and dirt sheets had their own. They busted their nut on this one. Oh, my God. God. So, And, of course, this is coming off of the whole fight between the elite and, and Punk and, and, and A.C. Last, last year. And, you know, him, Punk has only been back for, like, maybe six months, if that. Um, so, uh, there was a little time between the heat and people were talking about what was going to happen. Um, so, ended up happening. Tony Khan ended up having... A, was it, it wasn't even, was it a press conference or just like a... a, a he, announced, he announced it before the... It was a press statement. Yeah, it was like released on Instagram or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that he... That or on the website. Yeah. That, you know, we looked at all ways, but we decided to basically let CM Punk go. Thank him. I want to thank him so much for coming and, you know, everything he did for AEW. And it's kind of contributing. Yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, all, uh, the, all, the, all the nice things. It never, never right in my time... Have I ever had my life threatened? Life threatening, yeah, and I mean, so anyway, basically, uh, Team Punk's fired, you know, basically, he's getting basically stamped as, like, problem, you know, walking cancer in the locker room. Right. And, of course, while this was happening before then, you know, basically, you had people who liked Team Punk and people who didn't like Team Punk. You know, right. Basically, he split the locker room. 
So 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 or just baby people didn't also baby people didn't give a damn either way. You're right. Because there's always that. The John Moxley's of the world. Right. But uh the problem with this is when I say problem with a asterisk, the fact is, is that uh CM Punk brought so many viewers to viewers to AEW and you can see the difference for one when he first got suspended, everything kinda like dropped off as far as who was watching. And then we came back, how it just picked back picked up. Picked up again, yeah. And now that he's gone, the first, uh, last week. Uh, like they dropped like 89,000 viewers or yeah, something like that? Yeah, just like that. So obviously the man puts asses in front of the TVs, if not asses in the seats. Um, but And they probably don't run, they don't run enough shows to, for that to even qualify anyway. Yeah, so. They, they don't do house shows. But when does it come to a thing like for the betterment of everybody Tell, else? everybody around, just yeah. Let the, the person who's causing all the issues just go. Or do we just look at our, you know, you know, Vince McMahon kind of thing? Just look at our bottom line. <laughs> is it a is it a Sean in the '90s situation? Right. So, what's yeah. your takeaway from the whole situation? Well, I have three, honestly. Okay. One, the main thing is, and uh, just if you don't know, big CM Punk fan, the huge CM Punk. Shout out to my man Kenny. The bigger CM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> we are the we're the magic and bird of CM Punk fans. But anyway, the main thought was. I can totally, from a kind of a grumpier, older guy situation, I can kind of see why working with a bunch of dudes who kind of think they can just do whatever they want would be frustrating. Mm. Especially when, you know, he comes from the Indies and he comes from, you know, obviously the, what, eight, seven, eight years in WWE where, like, despite what you might think of the McMahons or what they are they product, there's a structure there and there's a hierarchy there. Yeah. Because in the entire time he was there, how many backstage fights did he have? How many times did he lunge at anybody? Now, of course, if you lunge at Vince McMahon, if he doesn't try to fight you himself, he'll have like 30 people jumping his way. You're going to go one-on-one with Undertaker, player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't want anybody to like angle. Somebody going to jump on you. Somebody going to jump on you. But that's that's beside And a lot of different locker room, too. A lot of different locker room, a lot. And, a lot more dragons than that. Beasts than that. Yeah. <laughs> and, that locker room. And it just let me know, for one, WWE's locker room is a lot more professional. True. I mean, like, I get that, and I'm an AEW fan, and a lot of guys in AEW genuinely care about wrestling as a business and wrestling as a profession. But there it is, and I'm not going to say it's like late WCW levels, but there are clearly some inmates running out of asylum, and I'm not trying to like throw you know, Kenny Omega or anybody under the bus or nothing. But it just seems like... A lot of people got some pull. Like they, some people have some pull that probably shouldn't have it. Yeah. Not, you know, what I mean, like, you know, I mean, because we'll never. So what they bring to the. What know, they bring to the table. Cause as far as bottom line. Bottom line is that because part of me, and it's just me, my per- this is just me, my personal opinion. Part of me feels like the real reason Cody Rose left was because he didn't want to deal with them dudes no more. I agree. Too. Yeah, he, he'll never say it because he's too diplomatic. But it's just like, I, I, I can't work with these guys anymore. And it wasn't what he thought. I, for, for me, kind of, real quick. Yeah. It kind of wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Because, like you said, it might be like, I think Cody, for the most part, is pretty straight-laced. Kind yeah, of he's a pretty straight-laced guy. Yeah. He might think, hey, kind of like, and I will say this, I think, for the most part, it's not because I'm, I'm I'm a huge stand for Kenny Omega, but I think it might be a lot more of the young bucks. Because for them, I think they like, yeah, we were basically the ones that kind of started it. Yeah, I can see that. We just brought, you know, we brought Kenny in because he's our friend, and we brought Cody in because, you, you know, know Bullet Club or whatever. Yeah, yeah but for the most part, this like, is our idea. Which is, I mean, AEW, you know, in a little way, started off with the young bucks. 
Yeah, let's all be honest about it. Yeah, I mean, if we're being and if we're being totally honest, and this is just as me as a fan, it's their baby or whatever. Yeah, not only is AEW their baby, AEW was conceived during Ring of Honor's run. Yeah, that they were in. So yeah, but that's the one thing. Take two of this is. But yeah, Cody was like, yeah, yeah. I, I you know what I can make about the same money without the, this headache. Of Man, trying to work in the ring and work back to be, trying to be, uh, yeah, be the Jim Ross out here and yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, was like this is too much for me. Right, but you know, he always he helped open that door because he was of them of those guys. He's the only mainstream guy they really had at the time, and he did it in the most. Diplomatic way, too. Yeah, there you go. That's the word. Yeah, and not I mean, burning any bridges, really. Not burning bridges, yeah. exactly. Second, my second takeaway from it is if it did go down the way they say it did, it is fairly proven that Tony Khan don't know how to run a locker room. I mean, like, and I say that as a, I'm a, I mean, uh, we're both smart fans here, so, yeah. I mean, you know. He doesn't learn how, learn how to run wrestling, period. Yeah, exactly. He's a fan. He's a fan, a fan with, money. with money. He's a money mark, as they like to say. Yeah. And he and he got the and he he went he did Eric Bischoff in the nineties to a T and he got he got the biggest fish mm-hmm. and he didn't realize that that fish that, had, he get. that he could get and he didn't realize that fish had teeth and that fish had opinions he can, he can, and slippery and it's, it's, yeah, exactly and bringing in you know and you, he's just lucky that he has guys like Moxley and Brian Danielson and even even Samoa Joe who can just like all right we're professionals we can try to get through this. To, to, to piggyback on that, to piggyback on that, with all that you know, he had as far as getting getting CM Punk to come back to wrestling, yeah, pro wrestling. Uh, I would have to say to 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 Fields credit. No, I can't give credit to discredit. Discredit. I was waiting. I was like, wait a minute, here we, where are we going with this? He, I mean, you grown ass man. You at this point you're a veteran. You probably one of the veterans in the locker room. You're 45 years old. Yeah, for our experience. Why are you acting out like this? Now, don't get me wrong. Childish behavior and stuff like that. You know, I get that. But at the same time, you gotta. I would think. Well, you don't have to do anything, of course, because CM Punk. And he's like, I'm not gonna do whatever. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. That's his whole stick. But sometimes, you know, some some things, some battles were fighting. Some things is just like, dude, come on. You're, you know, you know, you're Luke Perry, son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Like, and I just got back off of you know getting in a fight with with children, people, quote unquote, with children. people with three children that are way more important than you. I'm not doing this again. Like, right? This, are, you, are you setting me up here? Like, yeah. Like, is this is this a real like? Which brink? Which actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, okay, he so, did have an issue with with a jungle boy using real glass. He even told yeah, him it's a yeah. bad idea. When Jungle Boy disregarded him and did it anyway, he should have been like, you know what? Fuck it. It's on you. It's not my body. It's not my body. It's you. And just move it's on. It's you and Tony. Yeah. And whose medical bills you're going to have to figure out how to pay. Right. But I think the person he is can't let shit like that slide. Right. It's, it's, to, it's, it's, it's to his detriment. Yeah. It's, it's admirable at times. and at it's, times he's, he's, living, he's living the given. Yeah. He, he really is the voice of the voices or whatever. To, in his mind, he yeah. has to be that guy. Which I, I mean, it's fine. It's how, it's, it's how you portray yourself. I mean, I mean, for people like Big Rob and Kenny and some other people, that's, that's why you love the guy. Yeah, it's, it's part of the reason I love the guy, and one reason I'm like, damn, this could have been so much more. For me, that's that's as stupid as hell to me. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I see it from that perspective. I'm not too. fucking up the bag for this dummy. Yeah, for this fucking kid, I ain't worried about that, and I know he lives. Very, I know what he's doing. He's baiting me. He's yeah, like, exactly. I mean, that's basically what it feels like. Just walk away. Just walk away and go have a Pepsi. Yeah. 
And, and I'm done for the night. Why the fuck am I still here? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I wrestled first for a reason. I'm going to get on the plane, go back to Chicago, and get, get on my wife. Yeah, and don't forget, and that's not, that's not, speaking of which, let's not take into account that despite the fact that even though he isn't the world champion, he is de- he was technically their top star. He is, yes. And the fact that they did not have travel accommodations for him. I think that's like a... And then like, but then he like miss a plane. Or he something? like I'm getting missing a get flight. Lost like a little bit. He <laughs> got lost because he didn't know. Because he you know other country. He ain't never you know. And he probably you know he probably ain't been to England since you I don't know. Think that's necessarily AEW's fault. Not AEW's fault, but you could have been like, hey yo, where am I going? Should have just asked him to come get him. Well, the voice of voice was maybe too above on himself to ask for directions, <laughs> and probably way too proud. Or after a tour guide or whatever. Yeah, you exactly. Or just get a guy. Yeah, know, in London, like. There's plenty of British wrestlers you could have just had them yeah. link with, yeah. You know, who knows they're cool with him now, right? So <laughs> that's a whole. Yeah, other thing. somebody in London though, right? Or a wrestling buddy or something. Yeah, I, somebody. I, I mean, or or a non-wrestling friend. Anyway, we yeah. digress. But we digress as we oh, as we oh, tend to do. We do every time. Yeah. Also, <laughs> and I do, I do see, I do agree with this. Jungle Boy should be fired too. I know he's permanently suspended. But it, if if you're really trying to throw the hammer down and prove that you're the boss, you kind of got to get rid of both of the people, right? Yeah, I think, I think, because to be honest, he started. He put his hands on him first. Yeah, he started. Yeah, he should get the same punishment. Now he might be come back later or whatever, but he should get the same punishment. It won't be a headline grabbing thing, but yeah. Right. But yeah, he did the same thing. Like he he he, he started it. Yeah, I don't know what I think. See a bump. Whatever conversation him and Tony Khan had, it basically was the reason why he's fired. It might not even necessary for him choking that joke, but whatever the conversation he you had. Whatever he said to him, yeah. He probably said, man, I just need you to apologize. I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, like, I'm not fucking doing you're that. The, if you're the fucking boss, run this place or whatever. Shit, yeah. goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see in my mind how he talks to him. With that face. How, with, he, talk, how he talks with to him. With that grumpy ass boss, face when he get yeah. mad, yeah. <laughs> so, like. Fucking uh, amateur hour out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, so you got a volatile guy yeah. who keeps getting into volatile situations in a volatile locker room and blow-ups happen. And I mean, like, you know, we, you know we're you know, we both fans and, you know, super fans. We like hearing like these old stories back in the day. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, man, he put, yeah, Vader and, and Sid and Arn Anderson had the scissors on him. And, and it pops all, off backstage. Yeah. And, well, it popped out at the hotel. At the hotel, Yeah. <laughs> Paul Warndo, he put them hands on Vader in the shower. <laughs> like that, yeah. Well, we're, we're cool with that, but we also realize it's a different industry in a different time. And also, I think wrestlers are a lot softer. A lot softer than that, which... And like, they you know, they wasn't like... We had to find out stuff like that back in the day through... Books and shoot interviews. You know, we found... And we, you know, you had to have found out to like, later on. Now, like, something will happen, and they'll just jump on their fucking uh, Instagram or yeah. Twitter or, you know, the guy, the... the, the, the the, the, the grip or whoever is told somebody and then they tell somebody you know wrestling is, is, is not the same as far as like everything's in house you know right, you have you know. secrets and stuff in many ways the code, the, there's no code anymore yeah, like, like, they say kayfabe is dead but even then yeah like, uh, like you had to find out know somebody know somebody know somebody like back in the day that can kind of prove it yeah now you know something happens it's, it's out 15 minutes after it happens yeah, they, they're DMing Dave Meltzer immediately right somebody's or, or hit my PayPal. Or, or hit, my, I don't know, hit, my, hit my cash out. I got some info. Yeah, and my man Kenny will love this. Fucking, fucking loser ass Brian Alvarez, who is just, who is sticking to his shorts every time some, a bad story about punk comes up. <laughs> and it's just like when you find out the reason he don't like punk, it's even, it's even worse. 
He's always so kind of feel like I got snubbed or something like that. Yeah, like, he don't like Punk because Punk was smashing Maria Canellas. Okay. Because they used to date or whatever. He got mad about it or some shit. I guess, like, Punk didn't want to talk about it after they broke up or whatever. Because, you know, it's personal. And yeah. Alvarez held it against them. And just like, you do realize you're not a real journalist, right? Yeah, he's... And like, and like, like, which reminds me of our, of our, during our trip to Austin, we talked about Dave Meltzer's stupid star system. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay, that's not set in stone, and his, his credentials aren't that set in stone. He just happens to like AEW because they kiss his ass. And never get Kurt Angle five star. Yeah, never get Kurt Angle five star. Ever. Ever, exactly. But that's, again, we died. WWE, none of that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Even when he did the Mario flip off the, off the stage. Yeah, <laughs> when he's Perk Angle, Perk, perk Angle didn't deserve one. Kirk off the Perk. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my takeaway from this is, I think somebody said it, a blogger or you know one of them, you know blogs about the, I forgot it. I think it was maybe on wrestling, all wrestling Inc. or one of those. You know, yeah, one of the one of the dirt sheets. Yeah, and I think it kind of made sense about the you know I guess basically they were saying how they would, or one how they would could have avoided this. And two, how they can kind of fix this, but that's before, you know, everything went fired down, yeah. and left, da, 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 da. I think the main thing is one that somebody said Tony Khan needs a heavy. Yeah. He needs somebody who, one, has respect from the boys. Boys being the wrestlers, the performers, all male and female. Yeah. The people in the back. A heavy is somebody who can be, say, to be, basically be the, uh, his execution. Like, he... Tony can be Tony, you know, everybody's friend, you know, that's the thing. Right, Tony. but somebody got to be but bad. But somebody got to get, he can, you know, have, and obviously he needs people around him who know wrestling and are not just around him trying to build their own career. Right. You know, you know, brightening the lights on themselves. And then so maybe like some older guys who are done and just want to, He needs know, Pat, He needs Briscoe and Patterson. Yeah. You and, know, Black Jack, a, and Black Jack Lanza and people like that. Yeah, to yeah. a degree, you yeah. know. Maybe not so old school, but like not that, a, you know, a, new, a newer generation of these kind of older, done with kind of people. Like which, somebody, get like, like, like a Lance Storm or somebody yeah, back yeah. there to help. Or That's what I kind of thought. Um, or Chris Jericho. Like, what's Chris Jericho doing? I mean, right. I mean, other than the Appreciation Society. I mean, you know, I, mean, I should say, what's he doing after he's done? Done, yeah. quote unquote. Or that's kind of what I thought Dean Malenko was going to be. Yeah, he's in the being trainer, right? Yeah, he's like, a, he's an agent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he could be that person if somebody give him a chance. Especially like, yeah, like I, you don't think people, you don't think the guys in that locker room who grew up on WCW and and uh, Japanese wrestling wouldn't love wouldn't love to talk to Dean Malenko. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of an even killed or even headed wrestler yeah. who's old, that older. And a lot of them now are just kind of still kind of a little crazy in their own way. Right, I, was yeah, say, I, mean, I was gonna say no, no offense. I was gonna say Chavo Guerrero, but Chavo Guerrero's a little out there too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nah, let, me not, let me not say it. Yeah, but even like not even necessarily wrestling, like maybe like you know guys who was like you know managers or you know people who knew other business in the backs. Maybe if I feel old referees, you know, if Jr. was a little younger, and somebody he said that too, like Jr. be the heavy, but Jr. you know Jr. done. Yeah, like not done, but he's like you know he's like he's just doing just doing what he being part of business again. Yeah, but you know he he can walk away tomorrow and it probably wouldn't bother him that much. It's quote Jim Cornette, he has more money than the federal government, so he'll be okay. Yeah, you know. And but like yeah, if Jr. was younger or somebody like that, or not you know, not 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 sycophants, but people who right. can do the job. And 
No, I had no problem saying, you know, hey, Tony, I don't think it's a good idea. No, nah, people that are willing to tell you no, exactly. I'm not saying no, but hey, you know, maybe or maybe we should try, try this. Or but AEW, and also AEW is a young, you know, you they're know, not even five years old yet. Yeah, it, it just, I mean, there's plenty of room for growth. Yeah, and I, I know people that are like, oh, well, this just spells. Spent spell their death nail, but like, nah, yeah, but your but your but your name is WWE fan for life or something right. like that. Yeah. CM Punk fan for life. Yeah, he even like that's always gonna be a I huge mean, fan. I'm like, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to wish the death of another major promotion. I mean, you gotta you gotta remember AEW has things that WWE cannot do. They can't bring people from New Japan in. Exactly, they, have they can't bring people. You know, always they can't bring people. You know. Sign one day or one week contract or just hey we just have you on this show. Just right. sign you for a spot like they did yeah. with RVD. They don't have that power. I, I mean they do, but they're not going to do that because they have contracts. They have you know uh, 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 image rights and you know like likenesses, likenesses. And, and, like we need hey you want to do this? But you got to sign this. Like I'm not doing all that. Yeah, like yeah, it's like oh yeah. So your name has been this for ten years. This is your new name. Right. Yeah. You know they they want to own everything. Yeah. Which is, I mean it's smart business, but you know or, for or the quote yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, shoot, I mean, it's, I mean, I would think. Yeah, now this is me. Now I might, I think it's good because this is also a guy who's been around for a while, but he's never really, and that might be because he, that's the way he likes it. But he's never been like in a big on a big. Well, he's been on a big show, but he's never been like a permanent fixture anywhere. I think okay, okay, boom, we lost. I'm, I'm Tony Khan. Okay, boom, we lost. Uh, Sam Punk. Sam Punk. Daniel Bryson just came back. Great, yeah. that's good. That's good. That's a good foundation. People love Daniel Bryson, but he's kind of like kind of an old dog too. He's got. He's starting. To, yeah, he's gonna slow down eventually. Right. Yeah. He might be kind of a lighter schedule, you know, as far as you know how he perform or what he, when he performs. But I want to bring somebody in that people love or people might even you know kind of know but don't know. But you know, he already internationally. Why did he bring in Osprey? Yeah, well, Osprey, yeah. People know him, and like when he was on the show, yeah. I mean, of course, it was in London, but. He fucking, you know, he had a bigger problem than almost Punk did. Yeah, I mean, he's a local guy, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. But he, I mean, the only thing I would say that probably might hurt him is, like, I don't know how good he is on the mic. On the mic, yeah. But, like, far as talent, like, you know, he could be anywhere up there with, with a, like, an AJ Styles or, right. you know, a, um, a Ricochet or, you know, he do all that stuff. All the, all the athletics looking stuff. All that flippy shit. The flippy shit, yeah. But he can also be technical, too. And if you want to be technical, you can bring in a... Do the other brick guy, uh, Zach Saber Jr. Uh, yeah, Zach Saber. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options as far as like building. I think those guys they they make more money just spending a little time here and going here. Going, and yeah, they, yeah. But and then they're, they're not, they're not you tied down with not some that's quote unquote punk money, but like something close to that. I think he'd be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I give it a shot. I get all right, you sign got, a two year deal or something yeah, like that. Two year deal, and I got to opt out after eighteen months. Something like that, you know. Yeah. Where, I wouldn't do if he did that. Be I wouldn't put no kind of guarantee on it. Yeah, but because you know they probably still want to work Wrestle Kingdom or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 I could give him the option to do that. Or hey. Dominion or what's the other like you know their yeah. version of SummerSlam. Yeah. Still go and do his other stuff too. Like yeah, other people in AEW have this you know that option. Like when people defend the AEW championships and other promotions. Yeah. yeah. Like but Kenny Omega. Yeah, exactly. He's all over the fucking. Well, Mox was doing. He had like three titles at once. There you go. I mean, I, I would think that'd be a good idea. I, you know, it works for me. Y'all, y'all let us know. Also, I would like for them since you have Ring of Honor, I would like for you to actually use them more. Yeah, to bring them on the show. I mean, you have Claudio Castanoli as your champion, and it's just like he's barely ever on TV. 
Yeah, so I mean, I think it might be more of an ROH problem. Yeah, I know, but that's just like. And it, I don't know how much. I mean, they own, but how much money are they actually putting in there? Exactly, that's the whole thing that was the problem. But also, I mean, you also think about it. You know, they gotta. It's like, so you remember like when they had a, um, what was eight night? What was a, what was a. WWE uh, developmental before it was uh, NXT. NXT. Like when it was Florida Championship Wrestling. Well, Florida Championship. When they just like had all these guys, but they, they didn't give a whole lot of money to do anything. Yeah, it's true. They they were like, all right, um, I mean, you develop see, these guys. You see what you can do. Yeah. Or, you know, or Ohio, back in Ohio, the Ohio Valley Wrestling Day. Yeah. I mean, when they were running their own business, they just happened to send guys to the WWE. Right, right. So, I mean, it came out of kind of that kind of thing. And, like, ROH, you know, basically almost fucking disintegrates. So, I mean, we're not going to put a whole bunch of money into that. Right. That and, and, like, you know, the face of your promotion tragically passed away. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you got to be careful about that. Uh, but I would say put a little bit of money. Like, make a little kind of small investment. Quote, unquote, small. I mean, like, you got, you got the TV. You got you, obviously you got the TV time. You got the you got the digital space. So yeah, do something with it. I I'm not saying they got a you know main event every pay per view, but but, hey, but enough to make you make them prominent and useful again. I mean, we're just using our combined you know knowledge of you know our career rest or yeah <laughs> season mode you know right our our WTO championship yeah. general manager mode yeah. you know <laughs> bring the pain. So I mean you know yeah it comes pain yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which of course leads to the next question. If he's done, is he done forever, or does he go somewhere else? I don't think there's anywhere profitable to go. If he goes anywhere, just because he wouldn't be somewhere at the time. Yeah, exactly. That's all. It'd be like a show in Japan or two or something. They do a like spot that. somewhere. Yeah. But they're not going to pay him the same amount because they're not. You know. Only place that can pay him that amount of money probably doesn't want him back. Right. I would. I don't know. I, I'd be surprised to see him back in WWE. Right. And I and I was one of those persons that just feel like I never say like, never, never say never. But I'm like, eh, if there's enough, I can say never, but it's close to never. I seen Wilder still happen. Yeah, it's true. But uh, let's move on to uh, a little bit of WWE news. Well, um, uh, I guess next week they're finally going to finalize next Thursday. Next Thursday they're going to finalize the merger between uh, UFC and WWE through the Endeavor Endeavor uh, Group, right? Which is basically a big Entertainment Titan to basically buy this Disney without the name. Yeah. yeah, just buys up you know sports stuff like that. Yeah, which basically will make Endeavor the biggest thing in combat sports. In combat sports, probably the only thing that can rival them is one in in Japan. All right, that's probably about it. But uh, that one, uh, I mean, that brings up the question: that Are we going to see some more some tie-ins between the UFC, UFC and, and, and WWE, like some? Tie-ins, like crossovers and things like that. Well, now, I ain't too big on seeing the UFC guys wrestle. But I'd like to see, like, you know, more, like, WWE guys at the shows and, or, you know, maybe... And, you know, you know, showing, like... More fun stuff. Just oh, like, you know, you have a big fight and it's like, oh, look at... And in, and in the crowd, we got WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns because even in 10 years, he's still going to be champion. Right, right. <laughs> or, you know, at WrestleMania, you see, like, you know, like... John Jones or something. Not like he's involved. Or like maybe like throw like in a video game like UFC throw in the EA, uh, EA Sports UFC game throw in like a raster guy. Yeah, exactly. Not just saying oh he's he was on the last one. But like you he know wasn't doing that, wasn't yeah you like oh you can unlock like uh, Kurt Angle or something. Yeah, Kurt Angle yeah. got be a good man. Yeah, you know Olympia and all that. Yeah, or even reverse the other Bobby way. Lassie. Bobby Lashley. That'd be cool. Yeah, they had the one with Brock on there. So yeah, bring Brock back here. Oh, like, oh, no, that's good. In the, in the, in the, 
who uh, WWE came. Right. You, like somebody you can pick Conor McGregor or something. Yeah. Who won who? That wouldn't be see him get beat up. Or uh, Tombstone. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll just have LA Knight hit his finisher on him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I think that probably rounds up for all the wrestling news to know. Yeah. All, but after the merger, just so you know, mm-hmm. Endeavor will own 50%, 51% of the company. So, I mean, that's basically, that'll be the majority share. The majority share, and Vince McMahon will still be in charge. Of course. Of course. And it's just, and when I think about these mergers like this, my my main thought is, how much money do you really need? Right. How much power do you really need? Like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I know he's like 78, and I don't know, eventually Vince ain't going to be around anymore. But it's at the point of, like, you already built yourself into a billionaire probably a couple times. Like, do you really need that much money? Vince is like, man, if I stop if I stop working, I'm gonna die. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like that's he, has how that, he has that mindset. Like, that's how which he, is not a bad mindset. At all. Yeah, I mean, it's probably destructive to your mental and physical body. Maybe, but, maybe. Just, but if I keep lifting and keep working, if I keep lifting and keep working, I'll live forever, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, time's gonna catch up with all. Time, this. Father Time is undefeated. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's Vince McMahon. He's not giving up his baby. Yeah, exactly. Not not in full. Allegations, subpoenas, and allegations aside, you have to drag him out, kick and scream. Yeah, he'd probably be dead for six months and still go to work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, just bury me here in my at my office. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's move on to some Hollywood news, man. Some, some cool, some not bad, so. some kind of disheartening, some kind of hopeful. Anyway, let's jump into it. Um, I don't know if this is hopeful news, but we finally got a. Uh, Decision in the Danny Masterson uh, trial. Yeah, it's a great decision. Uh, he was sentenced to thirty years. Thirty years to life. Thirty years to life for his uh, alleged uh, sexual abuse. I don't, at this point, I don't even think we say alleged anymore. He's been oh, convicted. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. His, uh, his <laughs> I'm sorry. His sexual abuse of four or five women. Yeah, I mean the charges were he r worded because you know he's trying to get in trouble. Two women in like 2001 and 2003. So technically four. So they gave boy thirty years. Yeah, I wonder because um, you know I remember, like I would fall in too closely because I kind of stare away from you know. No, I mean, that's uh, totally understandable. Yeah, that just gives me cringe about. You know, you're married, you got daughters. I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I just wanted to know like what, what was the evidence as far as you know convicting him besides like you know stories. Because I mean, I'm not trying to be uh, devil's advocate or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, you know, what what was the nail? Because it was like 20 plus years ago, too. Right, right, right. right. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not watching on court TV, so I just want to know what what, what drove the uh, jury to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they presented like they Hyde, pre- yeah. they presented like pictures and DNA. Hi, did it? Yeah. yeah. They presented pictures and DNA samples too. Because I mean, I mean, they, they did have rape kits from that far back. Yeah. And plus, you know, it did not help that. A certain religious organization that we're not going to say by name, Entology, kept the shit under wraps for so long, mm. and they like they went they they literally went after those girls, or excuse me, those women, yeah. to keep it quiet because he was he was he was a, a deal in Hollywood on TV at the that time, top ranking on a t- on a big on a hit TV show, congregation yeah. member. I don't know yeah, exactly. I don't know how you call that. I don't know how it works. Maybe he's like a top uh, giver. I don't really know how to structure. It usually comes out to money. Yeah, it comes out to money. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so thirty years. Uh, hey, man, no means no. No means no, dude. And I would never understand for the life of me. It has to be. It has to be a power thing. Why in the world, if you're rich and famous on TV, that you feel the need to? That you gotta take it. 
Yeah, we're regular dudes for now, and we would never do this. Thing. No means no. No means no. And if you say no, okay, all right. Hesitation, hesitation me means call, no. Let me call you a cab, but you know. Hey, hey, we, we can part friends and be good. For everyone that says no, there's ten to say yes. Yeah. As long as you're not super creepyzoid, I'm just saying, like, right. if we're like, hey, little hanky panky, hey, hey, and, and no means no at any time. I don't care how far you get. No, exactly. Right. Or no. stop. Stop. Yes, exactly. Stop means stop. And just like, and this is again, we talked, we talked about this a, a lot on this during this the run of the show. Drugs, alcohol, might have been yeah, hey. definitely no. It's another example of art versus artist. Because you know, I'm not saying Danny Masterson was you know the the lead in like you know some. Everybody universe, loved Hyde, on but e- but everybody loved Hyde exactly. He was, like, he was a dude on the show, and Hyde was my favorite character. It's just like so watching. And I haven't watched the show in a while. Feels bad watching it. It feels kind of weird because at the time you're watching the time period the show was filmed is when it was happening. So it's just like this, like fuck. Now you're like, now you're like, get away from him, Jackie. <laughs> Don't let him in your basement, kitty. But now, it's just, but it's just like, like again, watch out, Miss Foreman. Right now, again, <laughs> Stephen Hyde wouldn't do this, and Stephen Hyde is a fictional character. Right, Danny Masterson did. And I'm not, you know, not trying to equate it to, you know, you know. I already know you're going there. Yeah, Chill Bill Pill, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. He ain't Cliff Huxley. That's too easy. That's too easy, exactly. Um, so, uh, also, I guess, yeah, for hey, 30 years. Uh, See you. Have fun. Yeah. So, yeah, he's never hey, going to be on that 90 show. He's a popular in there, but yeah. he probably going to be a Cliff fan or some shit like that. Yeah, probably. Especially he's going to be G- GP. No, he ain't going to be Gen Pop, no. Yeah, no. Let's say he's on Reed, this one to go. Uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, hopefully these women got some semblance of justice. Cause having to deal with this for this long in your life is fucking terrible. Yeah. So hopefully you got some semblance of justification for this. Or it's not sad. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's sad news because somebody passed away. But it's also like, it's, I mean, it's, it was coming. So R.I.P. to Bob Barker. R.I.P. Bob Barker. Yes. The price was right. Come on down to heaven. Yeah. Come on up. Da, 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 da. Bob Barker, it's your, it's your time. Come on up to heaven. Right. Uh, anyway, that's happened to my little voice. But yeah, man, uh, shoot, 95? 99. I'm sorry, yeah, 99. He, somebody said he, 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 he got as close as he could to a dollar. Actually, <laughs> actually, our guest in the last episode said that. Yeah. Caitlin said that. He got, yeah. he got close to 100 without going over. Shout out to Caitlin. Shout out to Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin Gooder, we love it. He got as far as he could to a dollar before he had to, yeah. He, he, under, he under, undercut somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, R.I.P. Bob Barker, man. Uh, uh, R.I.P. news. Uh, R.I.P. to uh, Steve from uh, Smash Mouth. Yes, from Smash Mouth. Yeah, Steve Harwell. Harwell, Steve Harwell. Which is uh, it came as a shock because like the news of him being on hospice care came out. I mean, you know, hospice basically means that's the rap. But when they said days to live, he died the next day. You know, uh, the, the sad, this, the, the real sad part about this is one, you saw. He kind of saw the decline because, like, before this, you know, he did a couple of performances where he was blitzed out, drunk, or on drugs, most probably alcohol, you know, singing, not waste, you know, out of, singing like he was drunk. Yeah. Getting into it with audience members. That's, they got upset the fact that he wasn't performing the songs that they love the way he... They want to hear all They, they want to hear it. You know, basically making a fool out of himself, you know, because of his addiction, which is crazy because uh, somebody pointed out that Smash Mouth is, you know, you would never expect from the music they do as a band with that kind of issue. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Metallica or Hard Rock Band, you know, where they live hard and party hard. They're not like Soccer Mom. I mean, you, they had that, 
I'm a believer was on Shrek. Yeah, know? exactly. You know, walking on the sun and yeah. uh, we already talked about All Star. But, yeah. but I mean, these are people though. They're humans. Wrong. They're humans are flawed. And like you know, as somebody who's like dealt with alcoholism, you know, still battling it. You know, I can see where you know the person that you think you know, and then when that when shit, that happens, they're that shit got you. It got you. Or anybody with a, with a, with a alcohol. Cocaine, you know, any hard drugs or anything that just makes you any sort of hard vice. Any vice you can't get control of, even marijuana. People, oh, well, marijuana, but there are people who act stupid. Have you ever money. seen a person who's not? You ever seen a stoner not get high? They they can't function. Right, you know, if it gets got that hold on you, guilty. But anyway, right. you can't go yeah. function out life without having that. Now it's just worse stuff. Right, but you know, but these people weren't always that that person. Right. So to see somebody decline like that, and all we have for the last say year or two was this him, these shows of him just being blissed out, yeah, and just you know getting into being you know, just a show of himself, yeah, you know, saying erratic things, you know, saying slurs and all kind of dumb stuff. You're not uh, relating to this, you know, just kind of poppy '90s, you know, late early, '90s, you know, early 2000s kind of fun music, right? Almost like the Beach Boys kind of thing, right? For right a new right. generation, but. It's sad, and then like you know, it it, it just comes it goes to show you one the the fickleness of fame, two the 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 the, the demon that is addiction, the disease or whatever. It is a disease. It. Yeah. And yeah. side note, I've I've always had like a bit of consternation, and that's been spelling me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of uh, people who act like addiction is a choice or something, because they one it victim blames. We're we're against victim blaming. And two, it's just like you don't really know. Like, addiction changes the way your brain functions. Yeah. Like you know, like it. Like if you if if the sky is blue and grass is green, when you're an addict, the sky is pink and grass is white. Like it just changes everything about you. You're always just chasing that feeling. Yeah, you're always chasing that high. Yeah. It's never going to be the same. You're never going to be the same. Yeah. But it's yeah, change your brain function, change your 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 chemistry, change 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 your brain chemistry, change your body chemistry. As a as someone like I said. Fights addiction and yeah. somebody who grew up with somebody who was an addict. Yeah, you know it's hard to you know you're, you and also you you have a pre predisposition to yeah. be an addict. So you got to be careful with that too. You you will be your kids, their kids. You know, you know, um, fa- uh, family demons. You know they call it generational you know, curses, generational curses, and all that. But we got to be careful, you know, about that. But when it comes to Steve, man, you you see. The decline, and you see, like he comes. You like you said, one day you're on top, and everybody you think everybody loves you, man, and then you just hit rock bottom. And then when you're famous, that shit that falls hard. You get in that dark place, man. Sometimes you can't crawl yourself out. Thank God for those who did. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people who were in the same spot this evening. Let this be, I guess. Oh God, we'll get this. Let this be. A, oh, oh, fuck it. Let this be, be cautionary too. Be inspiration, motivation, man. If you feel like you in this zone right there, where you like in this rut. It's not. It's not too late to get up out of there. You know, it's not. It's still time to get up out of there. Find some help. Get some help. Help yourself. I mean, no one will shame you for looking for help either. Right. And if they and do, if they are. They, they, they're not. The they're people. not the people that you need in your life. Right. Get rid of those people. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's sad, but it's 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 also cautionary tale, man. You got to, because. It basically it was like kidney failure. Yeah, it was like so, renal mean, failure. Yeah, you relate that to hard drugs, and, you know, drinking definitely. Drinking, drinking, yeah. So I mean, you gotta 
You got it, because it's only you, man. Only you can make yourself stop. So, and it is what it is, man. You got to be brave enough to say, I got a problem. And I, I need help. And go get some help. And get help and, you know. It's, you know. Being, getting help isn't, isn't shameful. Right. right. I know it's a stigma, especially in our community. But, oh, my God, yes. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you need that help, get it. I mean, not saying you'll have a Steve Harwell fall from grace, but you don't want to get to a point where there's not only a possibility, it might be a reality. Right. Well, you know, condolences to his family and, you know, the people who love the man and all his fans. But, hey, let this be a lesson. Man. Hey, also, I mean, we say this every time someone passes away, unfortunately. If you really want to help, if you really want to help his family, stream that man music. Yeah, listen to those albums. Yeah, I mean your favorite streams, or go buy one. Yeah, go buy one. If you can, if you can find a physical copy, go get it. Yeah, or go see the the, the rest of the band in the show. Yeah, a tribute band. I don't, know, I don't, even know, I don't know how they gonna go on, but yeah, right. I don't even know how much uh, money they you know record business. I don't even know how much money they getting from these streams, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Find a way to support them. I'm pretty sure somebody posted something somewhere on yeah. the fan page, man, where you can help. Or donate to his favorite charity. Or yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, hope he gets better news. Uh, found out the uh, the boss himself, uh, Bruce Springsteen, had to uh, cancel some shows on his tour. Yes, he is still touring. God bless that man. Um, for, touring and hanging out with Barack Obama. Right. For a pep a peptic ulcer. Basically, that is a uh, messing up the lining, basically of the. Uh, Stomach, small intestine, yeah. ulcer, basically like small little holes, you know, maybe a little bleeding going on. You know, really kind of, you know, especially at his age, something you basically, you really need to take a lot of care, care of. of. Make sure, you know, when you start getting that, you know, it can be, you know, set on by early stages of cancers and things like that. So you got to be careful about that. Uh, but, you know, as far as, you know, outside looking in, as far as what the news is reporting, we basically kind of, hey, I'm having this issue. Haven't heard anything really bad beyond that, you know, right. as far as him like being catching it in time. Yeah, yeah him being like too bad off or anything like that. So that's good. So hopefully he'll be able to, you know, get some help. Take some time. Like I said, but you you've been on a million, hundred, hundred tours. Right. So they'll be all right. You know, just refund them folks their money. You know, and take some time off, man. And I know you. That's what you love to do. You know? Right. I mean, you the yeah. boss. You know, you the boss. Shout out to Jersey. But, Some know, parts of it, <laughs> but you gotta you know take care of yourself. And uh, also speaking of rock and roll royalty, man, we also lost Jimmy Buffett this week. Right, middle but, but, um, old, but, older white older white people are in shambles. Yes, I mean Margaritaville, you know, the cheeseburger in paradise, right? Yeah, that him? Huh? That him? Is he do cheeseburger in paradise? Uh, I know, feel like that's a Jimmy Buffett song. If it is a Jimmy Buffett song, we're gonna say it is. Either way, he also made that. But he basically made boat music. Boat. Boat music and uh, beachside bar music. Beachside bar music, yeah. If you like to wear Tommy Bahama shirts and open toe sandals, Jimmy Buffett was your guy. Was your guy. But shout out to Elizabeth. Uh, you know, cheers up to you. Have a margarita on him. Yeah. Uh, him and Bob Barker. Now they're in heaven enjoying a margarita. Yeah. Uh, hopefully there's a bar in heaven. But hey, <laughs> only in moderation. Right. Drink uh, responsibly. Drink responsibly. Uh, in weird news, and more or less. I guess you would call this, uh, I don't know if it was revelational news, but come to find out, um, Tonight Show host, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, yeah. is in hot water, almost a la Ellen. Ellen-esque kind of situation. 
There's been reported by maybe five or six staffers, ex-staffers on the uh, Tonight Show that the Tonight Show was a toxic workplace. And you're like, what does that mean? I mean, you know, most places, I would call most jobs toxic. Toxic, yeah. <laughs> In some kind of ways. But the way they describe it is basically almost like Jimmy Fallon is kind of a bipolar kind of personality. Yeah, I guess. Which, I mean, he's a comedian, though. And I'm not trying to, you know, make less of, you know, the situation. And I also say it's not all Jimmy's. Like, people under him, like the producers and stuff, have the same kind of down-talking the staff, you know, the writers, yeah. and, like, you know, the people who make the show happen behind the scenes. The grunt workers, they yeah. like to call them, yeah. But uh, one of the uh, staffers in the uh, in a Yahoo uh, interview, or was it by the E? I think it was E. I think it was E. Described, you Something know, with an exclamation point. The last little incident as, you know, they did a run-through of the show, which they usually do. Jimmy comes out. Jimmy's not himself. You know, I don't know. He might be drunk. He's kind of, you know, he has, you know, he's doing a little uh, warming the audience up, you know, testing out jokes, you know, marking stuff out of a piece of paper. He's forgetting what's on the piece of paper. He doesn't seem very coherent. He just seems like he's, you know, not there. Exactly. Like he's out of sorts. And also, like I said, they also describe some days he's like real, hey, yeah, and that's just, I mean, that's just life to me. I don't know. Because I'm kind of like that. The days we're just not feeling it. Yeah, not feeling it, but. Kind of describes something that, you know, but I guess that kind of trickles down to mostly, I guess, the, the thing there is, like, Jimmy, what they call Jimmy pleasing. Yeah. Everybody's trying to make sure Jimmy's Jimmy's happy, okay, yeah. Da, 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 and that trickles down to producers, and they kind of shit on everybody else under there kind of thing. But, of course... Well, like, like um, what they say on uh, How Much Mother, the, the triangle of screen, like, the boss yells at you, then you yell at somebody, yeah, he goes yeah, over yeah. yell at his wife, and they yell at their kids, and the kids yell at some other kid. And, and, fight, yeah. yeah, the pyramid of screaming, yeah. But uh, I think we, we, we said that before. Yeah. I remember that. Um, but I guess it's to a point now where people are shocked because, of course, when you have these, you know, uh, personalities like, like Ellen or... Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon or Oprah, Conan, or you know anybody who has like a kind of pretty much they're 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 kind of squeaky clean. Yeah, public they're, persona, yeah. Sounds pretty, clean, you know, pretty non-threat, very non non-threatening. Yeah, non-threatening kind of thing. You know, find out things about the, you know how they are, you know, as a person. Which we're all people. Yeah, we have a everybody has bad days. Yeah, but you know, kind of you know ruins the brand. I guess you would say. Right. But I guess uh, Jimmy is not. For people now, bright and sometimes super smiley all the time. But even with the, you know, you got people give people. As long, I haven't heard anything crazy like where like Ellen like yelling at you know her her uh, assistants and stuff like yeah. that, throwing stuff at them, and, you know, or getting or you know. You know, yelling at people for someone else eating fish at the at the other studio. It's saying mad wild shit like yeah. That. But you gotta understand, in Hollywood, man, in Hollywood, when these people have these shows, man, they, they have man, power, yeah. They can they get it the way they want it. You know, it's like absolute power corrupts. I so. mean, you hear the all stories about the, the original, well, this, I say the original, but there was actually a host before him, Johnny Carson. Johnny, oh, before, after, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Showing my age. Right, right, right. Yeah, Johnny Carson, the king of late night. Man, he had his days too. And like, you know, he, he has one person, and he was, he was like, oh my God. He's, he's, I mean, from the monster. But from the stories you, I hear about him is you know you see Johnny on the show he's like real but in real life he, he barely talked to people he was kind of to himself kind of person they, he would go out to a place he would make sure Ed would come every man yeah. so he had somebody to talk to because he really didn't want to like because I guess when yeah, your like, job is to talk to people you yeah you ain't trying to talk to people in your free time 
kind of talked out. And yeah. He's, like, he's kind of like, like you talk to strangers every day. Right. And like, you know, Ed, Ed McMahon and Doc Severinsen were his actual friends and shit. Yeah, they're right? buddies, man. Yeah. But, you know, there's also other crazy stories of womanizing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's... I'm not going to shoot on Johnny Carson. Yeah, RPM, yeah. But, you know, same thing with a lot of these people. We got to give them a little bit of credit. You know, they, you know, yes, they can turn into monsters. They don't always start that way, but yeah. And everybody needs, everybody needs a reality check. Yeah. Once in a while. But, uh, yeah, this, I mean, I'm not, I don't get too disheartened because I don't take people's persona as far as on TV. Is that seriously? Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's just them being a character. I mean, like, Take, uh, take Simon Cowell for, for. Is he really that big of a dick in real life? Yeah, yeah like he probably. Or Gordon, or Gordon, what's his name? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, from far out here, like outside of you know that persona of him being, or even Gordon Ramsay being the British kind of the British jerkwad or whatever, kind of whatever we call that that person. Like, they're pretty, you know, probably, all nice probably pretty chill all guy. Nice thing, yeah. But I, you know, it's just like. Uh, you gotta understand these are people, and what you see on TV is not a hundred percent accurate. It's just the, even though it's supposed to be a live show, that they're 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 putting their best foot forward to be something that that's presentable that you like, if that makes sense. They're using the best parts of their personality, the best parts of their you know their traits. It's like you know somebody at work, and they're not going to see the full person that yeah, they yeah, are at work. The persona at work, they're at work, yeah. You know, they you know, they'd be laid back at home, but they might be super strict at work. You know, they are opposite. <sighs> so you got you know, got sometimes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I th- I don't think it's as earth shattering yet. I haven't heard anything super crazy as far as Yeah, nothing Jimmy like does. nothing like a saw or you know, any sort of any miscount no 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 professional or personal misconduct. Right, nothing like Naomi Campbell throwing a shit. Throwing like phones and shit, yeah. yeah now yeah. Is Jimmy maybe Jimmy's kind of a kind of a hard driving boss? That's possible. Maybe. Or a bipolar person. Yeah, exactly. Could be. Or maybe he does have a drinking problem. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, yeah. It's a lot of pressure to be on TV every, every night. Every, every night. night. Except for I guess Except for right now. Saturday or Sunday? Yeah. Five nights a week. Five nights a week. You gotta entertain the country. In front of a live audience and be funny. Right, or funny esque. Be tuned in. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we take a lot from our stars and our personalities and people we like on our TV screens. And, you know, they of course, they get a lot of money and stuff back, but they don't really get their time back or their right, 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 time right. to be the, this I mean, normal person. And don't forget, he's a married father. Yeah, so, I mean. So, I mean, like, how do we not know some of these issues could stem from, you know, not spending enough time with his family? Yeah, you know. Kid might be sick. Why yeah. might be angry? Yeah, exactly. something, you know. It is what it is. Uh, I so, so we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to cancel Jimmy Fallon. I think we should have let more information come out first. Yeah, and secondly, it's just like, hey, maybe like not to say that these people are blowing it out of proportion, no, but like hey, maybe Jimmy just had a bad week or a bad day. Everybody's maybe a bad you know. Day. I mean, we don't know. Like maybe he lost his grandmother or something. Like you know, yeah, we don't hear that something. Part yeah, something that you know could have shook him to the core that affected the way he interacted with other people. All right. Uh, anyway, Big Rob, before we get out of here, we got. I think the, the last part of the show did get get on a kind of a serious tip. Yeah, right? we got serious. This well, week, we got yeah. we got to do this one more time. Shooting the serious. There yeah. we go. We got to do this one more time before we get up out of here. And this also it's kind of more important to talk about this because it hits close to home. Yeah. Because this, hap- this happened locally in our area of town. Area of town here in, in OKC. Um, there was a 
high school football shooting at a Dell City high school, which actually, from where I'm at, is pretty close. I'm not going to say how close, but pretty close. And also, one of my children goes to school here, which so it really kind of hits me hard. Um, anyway, there was a shooting at a high school football game. I think the first game of the, of the season. Of yeah. the season. Now, the shooting did not happen here at the stadium in, on, in Dale City, at Dale City High School. It happened in Choctaw, which is more crazy because whatever drama they had, they brought it all the way to Choctaw with them. Right, exactly. Now, um, unfortunately, this happened, like I said, this happened, it was a shots rang out at a football game. They were actually players on the field yeah, yo. running plays against their opponent and then you just hear tap, 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 tap. It was videotaped, of course. There's always someone with their phone out. Right, you know. Depending on probably recording the game, and then boom, here's this happening. Uh, I believe four, five people were injured, and actually one young man lost his life. And Sixteen he year old. He didn't even go. He didn't even go to either one of the schools. He actually was he, in. Uh, he went to Midwest City. He went to Midwest City, which is in almost in maybe like ten, five miles from where Dell City is. Right. He ended up. And we had personal, and and of course, I have a personal connection to that place because right. my brother's a As high school football coach. Yeah, and teacher. Yeah. Um, he ended up getting hit and losing his life for whatever stupid ass reason. It, it doesn't make a lick of sense to anybody. I don't care what you do, what you involved in. Wrong is wrong, yes, but if you're gonna do that or be in that life, leave that where it needs to be at. That's for the streets, not at a place where people are going to see their kids. You know. Performing sports, you know, watch their alumni, you know, play, you know, be alumnus. There's old people there. There was young people there. There's all types of people there. Right. It's a community thing. High school football is big in this part. Yeah, somebody took it on on themselves to bring a firearm with them to this place that had nothing to do with firearms. Or I don't care if you're in a gang or whatever. If you want to be in a gang, there's a reason why your hood is called such and such street. Put that on. Well, that sounds wrong too, but. I'm just saying, why you bring that to school after out? Well, you these are like these are children here, and I'm we haven't got a whole lot of there was some suspect mentioned. I don't know that we haven't got no ages yet. I don't know if it was a kid thing yet. I don't know if it was actually adults there. I don't know if they had like, and also we got to put this in because I got I got to say this, big bro. Of course, Midwest City, Dale City, all these areas. Choctaw is a predominantly white school. Yeah. It is what it is. Because it's in Choctaw. There's not a lot of brothers out there in Choctaw. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Dell City, especially Dell City, is a predominantly black school. Black school, yeah. So, of course, the eye and the, 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 the magnifying glass is going to be on there. The first thing after this happened, I was actually out. And, like, it, it, it ran on the news. Had, like, uh, actually, it happened as we were recording the last episode. No, no. It was two weeks ago. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, and I and I went. I think I went after that, and then they was talking about. It yeah. At the place I was at, and the first thing, and these people were not African American, but they weren't. But they automatically said that they didn't say black people. But they said, you know, shots rang out at the at the Choctaw Dell City game, and they automatically said. It was Dell City. Exactly. Involved. They involved. Yeah. And they never brought up in their mind. The Choctaw had some beef and they came out and right. you know, brought it to the game. The the black high school has, everybody there has a good. Right. And I, you know, I got a little sick because we didn't know anything yet at the time. Yeah. And I can be kind of annoying thing yet. 
As far as who does it. I mean, I, out of respect sure for the victim's family and all that, of course. I'm pretty sure people know, but they're not saying it yet. Or, you know, it's had not been reported all the way yet. But, like I said, it's a, it, it gives everybody a black eye at school. The Middale District, yeah. The district as a whole, yes, Big Rob. That, one, now, they have all these new rules about going to these games. They actually are now talking about not even having games on weekends no more. They're going to do it on Thursdays or yeah. Wednesdays. Um. Now you you know you no bags. You gotta have clear bags. You gotta have, there's a metal detector at the door now. I mean, what the hell is going on with these kids? I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know if it's kids, but you know. But children are involved. So children are involved. What's going on? Where one? Why would you? I don't care if you got ops opposition for people who don't know what that means. That means the rival gang, whatever. If you got ops, I mean, it'd been one thing to. Shouldn't there be neutral ground? I mean, one thing would be that they fought at the game. Yeah, that's one thing. But I, I, I just find it hard to... I know it's, it's not really that hard to think about because they, they start at a young age. They've been doing what they've been doing for a long time. It, I mean, it ain't like they just started game banging in high school. Some people did. Yeah. But, it, you know, this stuff has happened for a long time. I mean, you see somebody, it's automatic. But it's just, it just feels like... I mean, that, none of it makes sense. I mean, I don't even know why I mean trying to justify this dumbass shit people do. Why? Ain't nothing that important. I mean, it's just a circle of violence that's going to keep on going. People going to be dying. People's mothers going to be crying at funerals. And the wrong motherfuckers are, 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 wrong motherfuckers are dying. If that makes right, sense. that makes sense, yeah. They shooting all of the, the They shoot people. innocent bystanders. There's always yeah. person get hit. Four people, four or five people got hit. One died. This is people just being there. And I do, actually, I do believe, I think an officer accidentally shot somebody too. Yeah, which is, which is, which is a, very unfortunate. Which is in a panic situation, these things tend to happen too. Right. And then, I mean, I mean, he, just, he don't know who's shooting. I mean, right. he might have thought that was the person with the gun. It could have been somebody else. And there people like throwing the kids over the, like throwing the little, I heard the story about a young man threw his little sister, sister over, over the gate. Yeah. Broke her arm just to keep her from getting shot. I mean, you're sitting in the I just imagine you walk to the concession stand to get some, get some nachos or something. Yeah. And like, you just hear, ta ta ta. You got bullets flying past your head. This doesn't make a lick of sense. It just makes everybody look bad. Especially black folks. Because this is amazing. Like I said, it's automatic what they're going to think is the black side of it. It's right. exactly what they did. I mean, and we're, and we're, we're not saying like, oh, if this was at a. Like, if this happened at Southeast or Capitol Hill, we people think people be thinking, oh, well, the Mexicans don't know what they do. Well, I mean, they both mixed. They would say being black and Mexican. Yeah, or and I, we're not putting this out in the world because the Soul Bowl is tomorrow. That Mill was gonna win. If yeah. something happened at the Soul Bowl, what are they gonna say? The two blackest high schools in the city you can't go somewhere. Can't around. go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And it is what it is. I hate like black people are not or any races. Not a model. Well, not a model. But, that, but that's, that's exactly what it looks like when some shit happens. At an event for everybody, we should be able to go to any school, or they come to come to to our uh, field and have a competition, a competition set with rules and, and 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 how to do things, you know, and some physicality. But everybody goes home, maybe a little bruised, beat up at the end of the night, but everybody goes home alive. Yeah, 
Not no extracurricular bullshit happening around in the stands because such and such doesn't like such and such or whatever got the wrong oh, color some, on or whatever. Oh, some arbitrary shit. Dumb yeah. ass shit that y'all don't even know where it come from because y'all ain't from where it started. Y'all kids, from. Y'all, yeah, y'all know where it started. Y'all just picked it up from whoever y'all picked it up from. Your big brother, your daddy, yeah, you your mom, fi- or whatever. You, you 15 and your OG is 21. Come on, man. It doesn't, let's, I mean, I, I know this ain't going to stop nothing about, but I'm going to try. What's this? Because it's cut it out. We ain't doing nothing to kill each other. All race, all kind of gang shit. Just kill each other. And it's usually all gangs fight each other the same of the same race. Yeah. Except for prison. Right, that's right. the only, only time, time it's separate, yeah. Only time we come together when we fight another, you know, kill the other race. Yeah. Which is bad you know, in itself too. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of prison culture talking this episode. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. But it's fucked up. This really is fucked up. We can't we can't go nowhere and not act a fool. What's up with them? And then like people are saying of course, I'm in the in the Biddell group page or whatever. People are talking about, oh, well, the, the teachers. It ain't the teachers' fucking fault. It's the parents. I don't care how bad. I mean, can be bad. Can, old boy can be bad at what he is. It's not the fucking teachers' fault to, to raise Billy in high school. Yeah, Billy gonna live at the teacher's house. Right. Her job is to teach Billy algebra one or whatever. He picking that stuff up at home. He taking it back to school. Yeah, but it's at home. Teachers are not babysitters. Now, their job is to report things to the parents, and the parents will take care of that. But it's not the, the teacher's job to teach, make, be the, the fucking warden at the, at the school. It's not, it's a school, it's right. not jail. And they, they never, parents never want to blame themselves for the shit that happened with their kids. The school's supposed to prepare you for life, not prepare you for prison. Right. It's your fault. It's our fault. As parents, if we're not doing what we're supposed to do with these kids, teaching them what they need to do, or not listening to them, or, you know, not being good role models, all, all this stuff, it starts at home. It really does. I mean, Big Rock can't talk, but he don't got no kids that you know about. Exactly. <laughs> you got to throw a joke in there. <laughs> you got to lighten the mood, levity. You got to lighten the mood. But, you know, it's us. You know, how we raise our kids, how what we put into them reflects back on them and they reflect it back on when they go outside that door. That door being your house. Or wherever you live at. You ain't there, they not gonna be there. If you're not making sure, they're not gonna make sure. They're not, you know, you ain't putting anything in them to teach them how to be something of a citizen, they're not gonna be a citizen. Unless they just pick it up for somebody else, somebody else pick up the slack. Right. But for the most part, it's usually gonna be you. Because that's your fucking job. Yeah, you, you are their parent. You laid down and had them. So quit blaming the schools and doing all this. The schools are trying to play fucking clean up. Yeah. Shit. I mean, look at it. We can't go to a game now. I get patted down. I can't, you know, I can't bring a bag in there. My dog can't bring a purse. You know, it's got to be clear. You know, they got to be able to see through it. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it ain't goes anywhere. Like, you go out to a club. Why the hell we got to, you know, you got to get patted down at the club. You go to a bar, you gotta get, sometimes you get patted down. Like, yeah. Can we just learn how to... You can't go, kick it? Like... Without... With the back in my word, you go make it back home? Yeah. Like, what are we doing as a society where we got to worry about this? Like, as much as we do. And then, boom, we got to worry about the fucking gun control top after that. Oh, here it comes. That's another fucking slippy slope you, go, you can go down. That'd be a whole nother hour on the show. We yeah. Talk about that shit. Hey, Rob, okay, what's your takeaway from this terrible, tragic situation? First, RP to the... RP to the child, to the to the person's family. Yeah, right. And we like also we're not even talking about the trauma of the people that survived shit shooting. Yeah. 
Because they have to live through the life knowing like, oh, my friend died. Or, oh, I was standing near that guy. I don't want to go outside anymore. Right. Or I don't want to play football. Or I don't want to go to the game. Whatever. It's like, like large groups. Yeah, like shit like that affects people's lives on different levels. They're going to need therapy. Like, exactly. And it's just like, like you were saying, like, these are kids. Like, How like, do I explain that to my daughter? Because you already asked me about it. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. She, and, she's, a friend, and she's in the area. It's her fucking school. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, is my school violent? Or like something like that. Yeah. I mean, she's already seen crazy stuff at school already, but... I'm sure she has, but... And now it's explaining it is. Yeah, exactly. And like you were saying about, like, teachers aren't babysitters, no. and... We can always... In the conversation about teachers not being paid enough, this actually leads to that, because you're asking them to, one, watch your child for really 24 hours. Not just eight hours a day in school, but you hold them accountable for the shit they do at home. Which is one, not fair to the teacher, not fair to the kid, and kind of shows in some cases that how you kind of a lack of days ago authority figure. You want every you want everybody else to discipline your child instead of you. But the the, the, the police are being too rough on the kids. Yeah, but and that's a whole other conversation too. But you put the police in a position where they gotta be the, and they don't got two ways to do the thing. Yeah, stop it or you go to jail. Yeah, exactly. And neither of those options are good. And again, that's a, like the gun control talk. Uh, that's a whole different conversation. We can branch out a whole bunch of different yeah, we can make a sub series episode yeah. on that. And, it, and it's like again, hearing about it, just like wait a minute, somebody got shot at a football game, and it's just like, oh, someone died. It's just like, oh, they were six in Choctaw. In Choctaw, and it's just like, and what makes it funny, and I'm glad you brought this up. Like, yeah, again, happy birthday to my mom. She went the exact reverse. She was like, you know what? They don't ever talk about it, but this stuff be happening in Choctaw all the time. I mean, it can be. And it could be, but part of that is just, you know, when all us fails blame white people. That's kind of her go-to mode. <laughs> and it's a trade I inherited. But, um, right. I'm not saying who did it or what. Nah, saying, yeah, we're not trying to assert blame to any to group of people or anything like that. It could be like outside people. Yeah. It's just like the but fact that's, that... That's how people are going to look at it. Yeah, exactly. That's perception. And the fact that, again, we're we overlooking the fact that a child is gone. A mother lost a son. And is only guilty for at, for going to a football, to a football game. game in the area he lives in. And now he's in school. He might be to go see somebody he knew. Yeah, school. you know, you never know. Like, what did his friends play on other school? There you go. You, one of the girls he, he want to talk to the cheerleader or something. Or there one of the go. girls he talking to now goes to one of those schools you invited him. Like, you don't, you never know. And like in the thing that he's sixteen, like his life really ain't even started Gone yet. Gone forever. He's not coming back. Yeah, like his life never really got a chance to start. His mama just lost her son. His dad just lost her. His, his son. His son. Yeah. Hey, think about it. Brothers like sisters ain't gonna have whatever. Like gone. Like think if like somebody you knew or even yourself died at sixteen years old. Like oh, like oh. we're both you know twenty plus years removed from being sixteen. What if we never got those twenty plus years? I know we're just sensitized to some of this. Yeah, shit. I know we are, but at the same time, it's got to let it kind of seep in. Like, like a sixteen year old is dead. Like gone. that's yeah, gone. Life over. He wasn't sick. He you know he wasn't in an accident. He 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 was killed. It wasn't like something that was out of the control of everybody. Right. It was something that easily could have been prevented. Easily. Just from, you know, not bringing your gun to the game. Or if you got beef, wait. Or not coming to the game. Not coming to the game. You got that kind of pro- yeah, or, you know, if you got beef, wait till there's less people around. Or just. Or settle that shit somewhere wait till, else. Wait till where, whatever y'all do, y'all game, they do it there. Yeah. 
Obviously, school is not for gay day. Right. Yeah, exactly. What is wrong with you? Like, yeah, like, multiple people's lives are forever touched by this. Why do you, I mean, you don't deserve any kind of... Whoever did it, exactly. Yeah. Everybody, everybody involved doesn't, I mean, right. everybody involved should be... Because if it was another kid who killed him, how'd he get together? I mean, I heard somebody that was trying to jump the kid... Yeah, we hear all these different things because the real story is it jumbled in there somewhere. Yeah, and unfortunately, the only people that are able to tell the story one is no longer living, and two probably hiding somewhere. Kids, man, I don't remember hearing about an arrest or anything. I heard anything about an arrest. I heard something about somebody got called in for questions. That's yeah, that's about it. And that doesn't. And that doesn't. Yeah, I mean, parents, that doesn't heal the hole in his family's heart. Parents, we gotta get in our kids' life. Ain't no, ain't no reason that as a parent you should know that your parent, your son, your daughter is in a gang, and you cool with that, right? And you ain't do nothing to like try to stop that. I don't, I can never understand how parents are so cool with their parents with their children being in gangs. I mean, it's one thing when they grown, but they, you know, good when they didn't start when they was growing at the house. They've been game banging since like, middle school, elementary. Yeah. We know. I mean, we we know that most of the stuff kind of works. You knew. Now, I mean, you. I mean, don't get me wrong. You could have did as a parent did everything you could have done, and just hey, they chose their lifestyle. Now they got to be grown and face the consequences. I get that. Don't get me wrong. But I know a lot of parents that know that, and let, I mean, and that back in school, they let their parents, they they kids say the. You know, the set words all around them and kind of stuff. You know, how they, you know, they talk to the other you know, people. They use either C word or B word or, yeah. you know, whatever game terminology. And they just let it slide. They cool with it. I'm like, what? And I know the co-parents act like it will brag about the fact that their grown son is in the game. Like he, like he just got out of medical school. Like it was, hey, hey, you know, he, yeah, he from da da da. Are you all right with that? Are you all right? Are you cool with that? I thought most gang members didn't want that life for their kids. Are you happy with your son or daughter being? Da, da, da? You, I mean, one thing saying like, yeah, he, he, he's still doing that. Our sheets, he said it was. I hear him say chest was, poked out. Yeah, like, yeah, like he's like that's just, like that's the shit. Like, so you cool that your twenty three year old is is a Hoover or whatever? Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Hoovers, you know. I fuck with y'all. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like whatever game. It's just it's it's it's. It's, it's so stupid, man. And, it, and it's this... It's a fucking black shadow over... Yeah, it's a cloud over cloud everything. Over, yeah. you know, as, as, as a, even us as a people. It's a, I mean, we can't get... And I, I don't... If I hate using the word we. It don't come down to we, because, you know, you go... It's just... But I hate using we, because I hate having to explain stuff to people. Yeah. Or try to... Uh, yeah. Like, I don't even say just about it. It's like, yeah, you know... Da, da, da. I'm so tired of because it, I mean it's just it is not this uh, us thing it's everybody thing anything anytime something happens to somebody who looks the same way you look or have the same pigment you are you gotta explain to the other people with different pigments why this is happening or oh my god because they're gonna look it, everybody groups everybody up in, in, in groups but I'm I just so tired of that big bro I mean you're not alone it's, it's a headache especially when you are a minority too it, it's, yeah. just, it's just a damn headache man Cause it's like, uh, cause, and I hate to say this, just to piggyback off what you said. Whenever you hear some shit like this, or just when anything happens, you're just like, uh, I know white, and now you're like, I know white people gonna look at you differently. Uh, yeah. And not even like, cause you're involved. It's just like, 
I don't want to have to explain people I don't even know just because they look like me, their actions to these people. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just stupid, man. It's, it's stupid as a society. Us people, us as human beings, we got to do this. Right. You got to explain to people. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, we can do like a whole three hours of just talking about this. Exactly. We can go on for... for <laughs> but we ain't got that kind of time. So the takeaway from this is we got to do better. We got to do better with our kids. We got to do better with our the young people we know. We got to try to set an example. Whatever race, color, creed, whoever, we got to stop. We got to stop being afraid of each other. We got to stop. We got to do a lot of stuff as just human humanity, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's, this is like small shit. We can go all the way to just the big people, the people hitting the buttons. Yeah, and not liking the other people just because they're from a different country or whatever. But I mean, it's just hate, man. Hate, man. Hate the devil, man. Is just everywhere. So we just got to do our best to combat that, man. Only God can fix it. We just got to trust God and keep on praying. I don't know something, or just keep believing, or keep trying, or whatever, exactly. whatever you believe yeah. in, you know, or don't believe in. You just got to keep doing the positive thing and keep hope alive, whatever. And you know. Just, there's always time that's, right. that's, that's the takeaway from this show there's always time to get better or, or do the right thing do better or, yeah. or, or make a change alright well thank y'all for listening to the show man right hopefully this has been insightful you had a good time to laugh you thought, laugh a little bit yeah thought you know a little bit yeah touch your pull at your heart screens a little bit but yeah man but it is what it is man and this is about that time Big Rob it's Friday night you gotta avoid the bookings, beloved. By all means, because it's no time like the present to avoid the bookings. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> mind and time is a terrible thing to waste in prison. <laughs> That's a, that is a big thing we do. Uh, but yeah, man, it is what it is, man. But uh, thank y'all again, man. This is at the List Podcast, man. Episode 12, Season 5, man. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure you just like, share, tell your friends about it. Keep on listening, man. And we'll be back in a week and a half or so with a new episode uh, for the season finale. Season Actually, finale, yeah. Try to do something fun. Maybe keep it a little lighter. We'll try. We'll sometimes. try. We'll you know, the, world, we, the world sometimes dictates the topic. The so. world doesn't sometimes let that happen. You're yeah. Right. You're right, big bro. Oh, but doing that, man, this, this is this podcast. Pleasure Palace on the move. But either you're going to be good. Or you're going to be good at it. But we out of here. Y'all take care. This is this podcast. Peace.